Oh, wait a second. We, we, we didn't get the intro, right? But... Well, listen, everyone, thank you so much for being here. There was a bit of a, a hiccup. I don't know if that was on my end or that was on YouTube's end, but we are live and BitCloud is here. BitCloud, what's up, brother? How the heck are you, man? Um, welcome to Double Barrel Gaming's Breakfast with Boom. Of course, I am your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and we have an incredible show for you today. Uh, folks, we're going to be talking about, of course... Forza Horizon 5 just confirming yesterday that they have now uh, over 10 million players. Uh, that is pretty incredible. That is a feat unlike anything before it. It has been confirmed that it is the quickest game to that number in the history of Xbox. In fact, I'm going to... Uh, uh, you know what? Before I get into that, I got to introduce the guests first. I got to introduce the panel and our guest comes to us, uh, you know him very well, uh, Fuzzy Belvedere. Thank you so much for being on the, on today's show. It was a bit of a late notification, but you're here. I very much appreciate it. How the heck are you? Doing pretty good. Thank you for the invite. Man, just so much great news and just news in general in the gaming industry going on. I don't want to take up too much time, but thank you for, for having me on. And, man, we got an awesome panel here today and awesome guests in the chat. So. Man, let's let's get right into it. Yeah, absolutely. But real quick, before we get into it any further, I got to thank a new channel member. That's awesome. Duty Paid. Thank you so much for becoming a Double Barrel Gaming channel member. That really does help this channel grow. Thank you so much for that. Uh, first of all, let's welcome back in BitCloud. BitCloud, of course, you've been doing some absolutely incredible things on your channel. You just, besides hitting the 10,000 uh subscribers this year which was monster uh the guests that you've been uh lining up has just been incredible and of course you got some other things going behind the scene that i'm privy to that i i can't say i'm so as, as proud as i am of you because you deserve it how are you man welcome i'm good man it feels great to be back in company a good company you know <laughs> thank <friends>. you sir <laughs> uh you know for those of you that missed the announcement, everybody in the chat, uh, Big Cloud is now working with IGN. Big deal. So that's awesome. Awesome. I have been on a different, I guess you guys have been on a different type of mindset these past couple of days. I've been all over the place. Uh, content creation has been next to none on my part. I haven't been able to do anything. I've been so busy and uh, just learning so much, getting to work with these guys and just seeing what goes on behind the scenes. It's really, really cool. So yeah. um, really, really awesome. And uh, now I'm working on uh, playthroughs for them. So we're doing um, a playthrough for uh, San Andreas, Defendant Edition. Nice. That's going to be on their, on their show. So that's going to be cool. It's going to be on their platform. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been fun. Well, it's well deserved. Uh, congratulations once again. Love to Thank see you. it. Uh, it is a big deal. IGN is uh, one of the biggest sites out there, and for you to be uh, working with them on your channel says that you are doing it right. Yeah, I just got hit in the face with a warthog. Not <laughs> not good um, at all. Uh, but let's you know, I'm so mad. You, I see you guys playing it like nonstop. I only got to play like six or eight matches with the guys when when this came out and i was like oh god i was, I was getting upset but it's fun though. I, it really is it's great the yeah I, I i got i got a, i got a chance yesterday 
to sit down for two plus hours. So you can see the recorded footage. And of course, I'm recording footage for the channel. I'm recording footage for uh, so you guys can have gameplay in the stuff that I do. But I was having so much fun. Some of the matches, I looked like a complete noob. Some of the matches, I really did kick some ass. And I was very happy about that. Uh, but let's welcome back in VJ. Now, VJ obviously <laughs> is, has recently joined the show. And it's been great for uh, the show simply because he does bring his A game every time he is here. Uh, so, VJ, welcome back, brother. How are you? Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, I see there's, uh, I see there's plenty of... Uh, Passion-inducing topics on your roster today, Boom. Oh yes, uh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I'm, I'm expecting some big, uh, big uh, opinions from you. But um, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you. I'm, I'm sure I didn't even have to ask you. You've had your spot of tea, uh, <laughs> so uh, we uh, we know that you're going to be ready to uh, deliver on these uh, big topics. Because some one of which is one that uh, I have not, as a content creator, shied away from. That is what's uh, the ongoings at Blizzard and Activision. Um, Double Barrel Gaming has, from the beginning, uh, denounced them as a company. I will not support them in any way, shape, or form uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, Forget the fact that I'm ex-law enforcement, and obviously the law is the law. So that's that's always been important to me to maintain a level of integrity wearing the uniform that I did for so many years. But as a husband who values his wife more than his own personal self, my own personal life, uh, I could not look Mrs. Boomstick in the face um, and uh, uh, feel the same way about how I handle myself as a content creator if I was going to support a company that uh, protected people that were committing sexual assaults and misconduct. And we're going to get into that. And we're going to get into it because I've said from the beginning that I believed Bobby Kotek or Kotek, I believe I was saying it wrong all the times, Bobby Kotek, uh, knew about this. And that's that has been confirmed through a Wall Street Journal uh, um, uh, article. And um, obviously, I learned all of this by watching the last couple of videos from uh, Rich from Review Tech USA. I love his work. <coughs> a little controversial sometimes, but I love Rich. I've been watching him for years. And uh, watching his last video made me kind of, you know, open my eyes to some of the stuff that was going on, some of the stuff I didn't even know was going on. So we're going to get into um, some of that. Now, we're not going to get into details because obviously for legal reasons, I can't speak on it because I'm, I'm, I'm not a part of the case. I am going to talk about what uh, both Phil Spencer and Jim Ryan from PlayStation and Xbox have said uh, publicly about this. And folks, uh, I think Activision is going to have to make a big move uh, much sooner than later, simply because uh, the the two biggest platforms in gaming have now taken a public stand. So I, I, I think that the hashtag was that I about to say, did you hear the extra story that dropped yesterday, too, uh, about uh, the death threats? No, well, not not just that. There was a woman who was reportedly uh, sexually assaulted by her supervisor. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, did read about that. that. Yeah, yeah. That was well. Yeah. 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 That's, that's and, and when you hear, when, uh, folks, I'll just tell you this right now before we get into the uh, the last uh, I- introduction. When you hear the words settled out of court, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. There, there, there are some, there, usually NDAs are signed, contracts are signed not to discuss what happened, right? That's usually a sign of misconduct and wrongdoing, and they're looking to 
cover that up, so to speak. That the the, the 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 short of it is to cover up something bad that happened, and that that's what's probably happening here. Um, but let's introduce someone that uh, always brings it one hundred, keeps it one hundred on every show that he's on, uh, especially the Wilmy Hood Show Weekly. Uh, Dreadpool, welcome back, brother. You've been off a couple of weeks. Obviously, real life has gotten in the way. It is amazing to have you back. Congratulations. Welcome back, brother. Ah, oh, good morning, everyone. I've been the D in the Dreadpool. <laughs> yeah, you've been unreachable. Where you've been, Dreadpool? You don't return my calls, my messages. Just remember, you go me to the wolves. What's remember, up with that, huh? huh? Boom might have been a uh, a lawman, but I am the law. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So, yeah, uh, I've just been dealing with uh, uh, some personal stuff in life. and Yeah, real, li- real know, life stuff. Dude. It's just it, it is what it is. You know, you can't control stuff. But uh, I'm here. You know, that's, that's well, the yes. m- most important thing, right? We're all here yeah. together. We're all here to um, hang out and speak our minds and, you know, just well, meld with each other. Well, listen, dude, it's it's great to have you back in a part of it. Uh, first of all, want to uh, want to welcome in Project X Talk. Uh, this is a, a small, growing, small uh, YouTube channel and podcast. Uh, they were really amazing to have me guest appear this Wednesday. And why it's amazing isn't just because they invited me. Because who the hell is Mister Boomstick? Nobody really. Um, it's the fact that. Um, they moved the show, which is normally on Thursday, to accommodate a schedule for me because uh, Wednesday was the only day. We've been trying to get our schedules on, and it's just been it's been tough. Uh, I've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes, some personal stuff, handling it, and, of course, just continuing with the channel. So big shout-out to, of course, them. Ah, oh, Kay Asante has joined the ranks. Kay Asante, my brother. I wasn't sure if we were going to get Morning, you gentlemen. in this early. First of all, Welcome back to the show. Uh, Kay Asante, obviously, is someone that you should be following. And more <laughs> importantly, you should be subscribing to his channel because his show on Saturday mornings has seen some incredible record growth. And I, I want to see 300 people in his chat. I honestly want to see that because what him and Everborn do every every week on the Gaming Circle podcast is just bring fun to the conversation. So if you're not subscribed, get over there and subscribe to this man. But good morning, dude. Good morning, good morning. And speaking of the Gaming Circle podcast, we have one bit cloud gaming showing up, pulling up on really? Saturday. So yeah, it's gonna be something. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> That's oh, pretty yeah. awesome. That is pretty awesome. So yeah, so again, I can't game. Morning, I, y'all. Can't, I can't game. I have IGN on my vet that I guys have guys going, let's play, let's talk some, let's talk some games. Like okay. no, no, you, you, you gotta deliver the big boy. You've been called <laughs> up, brother. So you gotta you gotta you got you know, you pitched a no-hitter uh, in the in the in the small leagues, now they brought you up, and now you gotta you gotta do it all hey, over again. I, I gotta know, say, man. I appreciate the man for pulling up. This is this is gonna be an awesome, awesome yeah. conversation. I'm looking forward to the show. No, I've, been, I've been looking forward to the to the show for the longest. I was like, huh, this dude's uh he invites everybody. He invites Boom. Boom has this little uh, crazy little. <laughs> no, no, no. See, I, I, I don't invite Boom. You invite, you invite I don't invite guys. Boom. He just goes up. Where's my offer? Where's my offer? <laughs> that, that, all, all truth. All truth. I am an invader. Um, I, oh, I which is which is how I like it. He just pulls I, I, up. Hey, I want to talk. The, Let's do it. It's all good. Like, like Mrs. Boom, she, I feel so bad for her. She's been. She's not a director. She's the assistant director, and she's doing a lot of director stuff. Uh, uh, so she's bringing a lot of work home, which, you know, I, I, I what, what, what am I going to say? I got to support her in everything that she does. So she brings work home. So a, a lot of the times on Saturday mornings after we've done our walks, we've had our breakfast, 
she's sitting there and she's kind of just tidying up a few things for work to make sure that Monday super easy for her. And while she's there, I'm like, hmm. Hey, send me the invite. So there you go. That that's <laughs> how I, I, I get in on these this, things. This bad booby uh, coming out the shadows like Xerxes. Hundred percent. Guys, watch this this footage. I'm I'm nasty in this thing. I think I got about four. I think I got about uh, eight or nine kills using this thing. And, and if you can't kill anybody using <laughs> this monster of a scorpion tank, then you Just, are really uh, a terrible player. How you like? Uh, how you feel about the progression system in this one? I thought it was a problem. Yeah, I thought it was a problem. Because when you play a game, right, regardless of how good or bad you are, there's got to be progression. Yeah. Um, but I, to three four threes credit, I got to be honest with you, they did address it. It's it's much better. It still need tweaks. Look at I hit that guy point blank in the <laughs> face. So I don't know who it was, but. Listen, don't come yeah. for me. I know how they're um, like they're charging for like the uh the camos and stuff like that, like the colors of your suits and all that. You know what I kind of hope they do if they are gonna really go out with this? Do something cool like Call of Duty did with like the animated stuff if you can. That'd be cool for Halo. I, yeah, something. that would be Listen, better for the game. Look, this is the first this is the first entry in free to play. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. there's there's gonna be there's gonna be some bumps in the road. But they are ahead of it. We we all and I say we as a community, mm-hmm. we went out. And we give our we gave our feedback, and they immediately addressed. It. <coughs> they immediately addressed it's the issue. It's surprising how quickly they responded. Yeah, it, yeah, it's quite surprising. Yeah. Yeah. So, Which so yes, we're still in the beta. So you know, you got to yeah. remember, this is not at the official launch. That is <laughs> absolutely correct. So we're actually so proud again, of how smooth it ran, though, for the beginning. It's, it, it, it's, exactly. it's very smooth. Yeah, it's very smooth. It's very good. It's um. Sometimes it feels weighty. Sometimes it feels floaty. Yeah. Uh, but they, they've they've narrowed it down. And then with obviously with them listening and, and coming back. But a pe- people are acting like this is a full on launch game. This is. Oh, yeah. This right is right a now. beta. This is. Yeah, the 100%. absolutely. And, and that's that's what we got to take into account. But I, I, I absolutely agree 100 uh, percent. Dreadpool. I think that that's a great point that, yes, this, this is still a beta. The, the, the official release doesn't come uh, uh, until December 8th. But. I just want to shout out our good friend. This is a brother of the channel has supported me and Mrs. Boom since the beginning. Uh, Smitty Smith uh, drops, uh, says, um, good. Uh, here comes the boom. Good morning, everyone. Boom. Your last video was well thought out and fantastic. I felt the exact same way. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Yeah, there was. Um, I dropped a new entry into Double Barrel Gaming because uh, folks have been asking for some video on demand content that are not two hour podcasts. Oh, uh, we're, so, finally, we're finally doing it. We're, yes, we're yes. It. I, I launched it. I launched it last week. It, it, it's called X Vlog. Uh, it's Ooh, nice. uh, me in front of the camera, basically taking on one Xbox topic, and it usually is shot That's from good. the head. There, yeah, there's no notes. It's just yeah. me talking to the camera. It's usually ten or fifteen minutes. This particular week was twenty eight minutes, uh, and I actually did bring some notes simply because there was just way too much. Uh, to 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 remember. So I, you know, obviously I got an old man brain, so I got to make sure that I, I come with the facts. Yeah. And I, I actually <laughs> wound up making one mistake, uh, which you know the, the public is the public; they're gonna let you know about yourself. I said that the Game Awards have never nominated a first person shooter, where of course I was incorrect. They did nominate um, uh, uh, Doom was <laughs> one of them, and that other shooter that I don't play. Uh, back in 2016, I think it was Overwatch got uh, wound up winning. I think Game of the Year. Uh, so those those were the two, 
but driving games never have been nominated. And, and, and I want to get into that for a hot second. Um, now, look, just to give everyone the heads up, we have almost 200 people already here. Um, as a podcaster, as a host, this is the last time I'm going to talk about this on the show because I, I don't want people to get bored of the channel. Like, oh, my God, Boom's talking about this shit again and, you know, whatever. I'm still going to keep on the, uh, the fight. And the fight that I'm talking about is seeing the most egregious uh, uh, move in what I believe to be Game Awards history. And that's, that's, that's Forza Horizon 5 not being in that category. Now, yes, they did get nominated for Best Sports Last Racing, right? That, that was a given. They got nominated for Best Audio Design, which I agree. The audio was just phenomenal. Uh, they also got uh, uh, nominated, and this is a good one, and it's a big one, Innovation in Accessibility. That, I think that's super important because the accessibility uh, options are just tremendous, right? And those are great. That's great. Uh, it's going to be in that um, uh, the players, the, the gamers' voices category, which is going to have 20 games. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we pick 100% of it. Um, I said in my video, and, and I, I'll add that video in the card so you can check it out, um, which just, again, surprising because the channel's still small, 3,000 views. That's, that's a lot for a new series, right? You don't know how people are going to take it. Uh, I called it in, my, in, in that garbage. It's a garbage category. I still stand by that. I think it's kind of like, hey, we just needed to do something. So the 20 games that could, that didn't, here you go. That's but, th but again, watch the video. It's it's very candid. It's there's no scripts. It's just me being raw. And I, and again, being raw, I got I got something wrong. So of course, I just told you about that. Um, I will say this. Looking through the socials last night, I realized that uh, Forza Horizon Five had now crossed uh, ten million players. Uh, this comes to us from Zachary Booty, or Body, I should say, of Windows Central Gaming. Uh, he posted the review, I mean the review, the, the article, where he states, Forza Horizon 5 crosses 10 million players as the largest Xbox Game Pass launch ever. Uh, and um, I have the uh, tweet directly from the official um, uh, Twitter account of Forza Horizon, and they say simply this. Thank you for to the more than 10 million Forza Horizon 5 fans for the biggest first week in Xbox history. And, of course, the biggest Xbox Game Pass game to launch ever. Uh, this now sits on uh, 25 plus thousand likes, 864 quote tweets, and 3,438 retweets. Uh, folks, this further cements my ridiculous crusade. Now, look, I, I want to just say this, right? There are a lot of people in this community that are not on this panel that most of us will not watch that do these things for clicks and likes, uh, and they flip-flop. Now, we're not mentioning names because we don't do that. We're, we're, we're a classy kind of podcast, right? But you know who they are. You don't get that here. What you get is someone that considers himself a part of this industry. Regardless of how small I am, and regardless of how small someone is, I was saying this in the, in, to Fuzzy in, 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 the, in, the, in the green room. I don't care whether you have two subs or two million subs. Your opinion matters. 
If you're doing it for the right reason, if you're doing it because you want to see active change, your opinion matters. Not to be trolly, not to be a D-bag, not to try and get subs because you want to make money on the back end. Of, or attention. <laughs> or attention or, you know, obviously pushing a hate narrative, which I, I, I can't stand. I, I, I really frown, frown upon that. I, I don't like yeah. a hate narrative at all. It, it bothers me as a person. I, I don't I'm not a big fan of it. OK, so with that said. I, I'm going to go first to our guests <coughs> and uh, both of our guests, because uh, first uh, I'm going to go to Fuzzy. But uh, Kaysante, uh, I know that you're going to be talking about this in a big way, uh, and I don't want to skew your incredibly uh, lined up podcast for Saturday because I'm going to be tuning in with big ears and big eyes. So I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. But Fuzzy, uh, we know for a fact that driving games and racing games in general, that's your jam. That's yeah your jam okay (laughs) and you know obviously i've been extremely public about my distaste for forza horizon 5 being left out of the game of the year category i've done it with class uh i'm not blocked by jeff jeff hasn't responded to me which he's you know not inclined to do so he's a very busy man he's the producer of the game awards so i hear him uh and i'm not offended at all i hope that he did know maybe read my tweet because it again was done with class and precision because that's how i operate i'm not going to uh curse and scream and make death threats or anything like that we've seen that happen unfortunately that does happen just don't be one of those people uh otherwise i will block you um i I don't like that and i will not support that kind of behavior either but i gotta ask uh with what we knew already cemented this morning with the 10 million plus players the biggest uh release for xbox game pass which has only been around since the summer of 2017 and but this is the stat the biggest release in xbox history well we just celebrated and i say we as a community i don't care what where you if you're a playstation guy now you had if you had an experience with xbox and you enjoyed yourself you were you were you were part of the celebration that we had on monday how the, the 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 simple question is how longer how much longer can the game awards ignore what many are calling to be a, an egregious mistake it, it you know we we were talking about this earlier um just imagining being on like the uh, playground you know dev team it's demotivating to some extent to put your blood sweat and tears into your work and you know come up with a better iteration each time you release a game add more innovation to it add more of what the fans have been asking for and it still doesn't get considered beyond the the niche that it already kind of i don't want to say it rules that niche but it kind of does considering how often they're able to turn uh, their games around. A lot of those that are in that same genre don't seem to do the annualized thing other than some of the, you know, the more traditional sports games, which let's be clear with EA, it's more of a, a cut and paste kind of thing in a lot of cases, not to slight them, but we've seen evidence of that. But yeah. in, in the grand scheme of things, it, it just seems like a, a great disservice to kind of ignore like you were saying earlier, the elephant in the room, um, it, 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 it should it should come to a point where if a game 
entertains you the entire time that you're sitting in front of your TV or monitor and you're playing it, it should be up for consideration regardless of the genre. So a, a game that reaches out or, or crosses more lines as far as people that aren't really into racers or aren't really into driving games or picking this up, playing for hours, having fun, trying to, you know, either get higher scores on the leaderboard, get more signs, find more roads, you know, collect more cars, do yeah. a cool paint scheme, all kinds of things. When when it reaches that many gamers on so many different levels, it, it, it should be in the running. Uh, I understand there's timing matters and, you know, deadlines and such, but uh, I, I, I think you were on point where you were saying before, maybe it's time for the awards to kind of move its time time frame for the consider everything within the year that it's going to be game of the year. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, it, it, it just seems like I hate to say it business as usual or the quota or not quota, but the you know status quo where, you know, this is an industry where we're right around the corner from the holidays we want to sell game or the, the industry wants to sell more games and having that game of the year label just before black Friday or, or, or not before black Friday, but at least during the holiday shopping season right. definitely helps push <laughs> those sales. But it, it, it just feels like a, a, a slap in the face. And I, I, I know I would be demotivated if I was part of that team. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just hope at some point, they find a way to remedy this for future. I, I know the, the deadline thing that was brought up uh, with the report or response to Jez's article and stuff like that um, definitely plays at hand. But I got to say, um, there, there's going to be a couple more games that come out towards the later part of this year that probably also should be considered. But not as many people are going to want to remember those titles for yes. this time next year. So it's, yep. it's always one of these, you know, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other kind of thing. But yeah, it's, it's just disappointing to see that they overlook this game that they've reached so many people and so many people are enjoying and that to, I, I don't know if it's records <coughs> in the industry, but records at least for that type of genre Yes, in, Bra- in knocking down doors is basically yeah. what they've what they've done, and they've done it in a way that is going to make this one of the most memorable releases yeah. in Xbox history. I, I don't know how a game with that kind of—I mean, again, we, we talked about it uh, before. There comes a point where the checklist or the check marks for said title, regardless of what genre, regardless of what platform, there are just so many checklist. There's so many checks on this list. That, that it's honestly hard to ignore that this uh, again this is this is a mistake now i'm not i'm not expecting jeff to get out there and say i made the mistake but please continue no it, i i think they should at least reevaluate some of their their timings of things um and and hopefully going forward not <laughs> make make uh, a decision that kind of makes a lot of people question not really the validity of the show but just whether it's something they want to watch because like right now a lot of people admittedly want to watch it for trailers and you know upcoming releases and things like that but it's a it's a nice way to bring attention to those in the industry 
you know, that, that make the games that we enjoy and stuff for our hobby. But it, it, they definitely should take more things into consideration as opposed to overlooking something just because of it being quote unquote niche compared to some more mainstream uh, items. That's all I got. A hundred percent. Kesante, you brought to my attention uh, what I deemed on pub uh, on so on the socials as one of the best written uh, articles of of twenty twenty one, and I'm talking about the uh, article from uh, Jess Corden, uh, who's a friend Indeed. of obviously of this of of this show specifically, but a friend of the community, uh, and obviously is a part of the Xbox Two podcast with uh, a friend again friend of the show Randolph Thor nineteen. Uh, it was incredibly written. It was respectively written, more importantly. Uh, the points uh, are something that you and I were talking about. And he actually said, I, he wrote it the way we felt. Like, hard to do that. 100%. Real, real 100%. hard to do what he did. And he did it. Please, by all means, yep. with, with the new, the yeah. new numbers. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, how, how much longer can we ignore this? It's funny. He, he he wrote it the way that I I, I was feeling without all the expletives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I appreciate the man for for channeling my my frustration. And let me be clear. Uh, and this, of course, will be a preview of what my, myself and Mister Bit Cloud and, and Everborn will be talking about on on Saturday. <laughs> Cheap plug. Um, That's shaky, the, sir. Take, That's shaky. <laughs> take the game in question out of it. Forza will be fine. <laughs> Ten million players, they're gonna be all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a problem. This is this is not to throw them a bone or they need it. No. What upsets me about this whole thing is these guys, and by guys, uh, 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 the, this organization being the Game Awards has been anointed as the the stalwart, the the place where awards get handed out, the place where you know that's where you go to receive your accolades for your hard work. And we we as the gamers have all agreed to give them that 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 uh, responsibility, right? Yes. They've, they've all, we all do it. We watch, whether you watch it for the, the light E3-ness of it or you watch it because, the, the, uh, because the of the, uh, the yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, whether you watch it for that or you watch it because it's important for, for, for somebody to get recognized, it doesn't matter. Your viewership and you're talking about it and you're inter, uh, interfacing with it, that makes this makes them the de facto <laughs> gatekeepers, if you will, of this of this part of, of, of the gaming industry. Very well and said. These moves make me upset that they are the gatekeepers. It doesn't matter whether it's Forza or it's any old game. The fact that it's a game should be the end all be all of that conversation. And more and more, it's seeming like those people who we've entrusted with all of this have agendas that they keep twisting the knife on all the time. And not that's just that's not right. It's like a template that you think about it. It's yes. like a template that they, they don't really shy from. You know what I mean? Like, for example, if it's a triple-A budget game like a mm-hmm. uh, like Red Dead 2, right? That's mm-hmm. instantly mm-hmm. going to be up for a lot it's more there. accolades than yes. any other game on there. Yes. God of War. Yep. It was in more categories just as yep. Red Dead 2. So they, they have their picks where it's like, okay, yes. they, they're like, okay, 
obviously this game had the higher budget. So I'm going this case. Mm-hmm. So if they have the yeah. higher budget. This deserves more of the uh, mm-hmm. recognition for that. You know, it shocked me though. And people were like arguing with me in my chat about this. They was like, Hey, uh, big cloud. How come you don't feel that uh returnal guy snub? You know, you interviewed the developers. I'm like, well, here's the thing. If I remember correctly, Returnal didn't get the reception, the insane reception that would garner a game mm-hmm. of the year accolade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was I, well I, I, received I, I, by those who played it. Right. But keep in mind, a lot of people who did play it also didn't have amazing experiences. Yeah, as of, as of today's it show, glitched. Bitcloud, yeah. as of today's show, they they have just surpassed seven hundred thousand copies. So. And that's another thing you got to take into account too. Now yeah. I don't know if y'all remember. I don't know if you remember my interview with Chris Grinnell. Remember Metacritic and Cells? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, another thing that paints a picture into this. A lot of people exactly. want to say, "Oh, seven hundred thousand is amazing for the PS5." Is it though? Is it really? Well, they the have amount 15 of hype that consoles. went into that game. Yeah. You got to base it off of the hype dudes put into these. Exactly. Games. So, so, so I have a theory. I have a theory with your template talk, and you're very right in that in that aspect. I have a f- theory that, and myself and Everborn had this conversation before. Uh, so forgive me if, if anybody's heard it before, but we think the reason why there's an opposite way they move versus the Oscars. You know, the Oscars always wants to wants to pick the outhouse the the, the uh, art house movie. Right, mm, the one yeah. that no one's heard of before. Oh, the the weird cerebral picture versus the AAA budget. Mm-hmm. I think it's because the Game Awards, as an organization, wants to bring gaming. They want to bring the respect of gaming to Hollywood. They want Hollywood to look at the, oh, yeah. the gaming industry as, "Hey, you guys should respect us. Look at the budget. Look Dude, at the look, look at the output. Too. That should be all exactly the we need last exactly. They Me want to take the last of us two and bring it to Hollywood." Yeah, me and Boom, we're big fans of the franchise. I'm a huge fan. Yeah, 100%. We hated Love part it. two. We hated part two. Hated I'm going to move that off to the side. But even mm-hmm. when you look at that game, I mean, you base it off of what is trending and media, right, and how they go about that's these right. movies and the quote-unquote, I don't want to say woke, right, because that's not really the word for this, but the I'll say the ambitious sort of stuff they yes. try to go for. yes. They're trying to put that into these gaming shows, and that's what they want to award yeah. more so versus the because fun that that then brings Hollywood gaming. to gaming. That yeah. then take, makes yeah. Hollywood look at gaming and go, "Hey, maybe yeah. this is something we should invest in." Something like that. Dude, that look seems at the line. To be the agenda. Look at the line right now. Look at the the blur. The line is more blurred than it's ever been. Ever been. Yeah. If you if you look at the Spider Man new trailer that we just got for the movie, now it might as that, well be the game. You look yeah, at that yeah. and go back to yes. Spider-Man 2018. You know they're about to go over the it's top the game. of 2023. Yes. That's essentially what exactly. you see in games. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, the, yes. that's what they want. They want that. And, and, they see, want and if that's what's happening here, then say that and be real with it. Don't say these games are being put up for their merit because everything you're doing is going the opposite direction. Yeah. And it, it could be Forza this month, uh, this year. It could be another game next year. If it's a game, and this is the Game Awards, Shut up and give them that that award, and well, stop his- saying, "Well, you you have the you have the the viewer's choice." All of it should be the viewer's choice because that's we're the correct. gamers. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing that kind of weird too, because you know you look at some of these nominees, it's like, um, "Life is Strange three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember anybody mm-hmm. talking about Life is Strange, this new one. I heard good things, yep. sure, but I yep. haven't heard people like you know what I mean, like hype it all. Like this is a return to form. This is the thing. Yep. Like no, 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 no. Clearly, somebody who played that and was like, you know what? 
we gotta just include we gotta we gotta put that on the list. Like, okay, listen, if you like that, you yeah. Like that. So, but I so always look at like this. Yeah, but I always looked at it like this, and I said this with you last time, but when we had this conversation uh, similar when we looked at the nominees, right? This is this is Jeff's show. Jeff Jeff clearly just <laughs> is gonna push whatever the hell he wants at this point. And mm-hmm. I know I know that might sound like a cop out that I'm saying that, but it's really not. The dude really has the reins. He's gonna push. He has an agenda. Whatever the hell he wants. Whatever and it is, he it's clearly his agenda. shows what yes. fits in his bubble. Racers yes. are not in his bubble. He doesn't like racers. You know, it's interesting right. that you say that. Uh, Alana Pierce. Obviously, uh-huh. I think everybody knows who she is. Uh, she mm-hmm. used to work at IGN. Now she's independent, right? She's yeah. doing her own thing. And she's doing quite well for herself. Um, she yeah, actually works for Sony Santa Monica now, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah she Monica. does. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, she actually said something pretty interesting in a video that she dropped regarding the Game Awards. Uh, it was, it was a, a pretty eye-opening uh, video. She dropped it, I believe it was yesterday. Someone had dropped it into my DM and their name ex- escapes me. I, I apologize um, tremendously. I watched it. And what she said was interesting. She was a judge. She's been a judge for several years. She actually said, and I quote, that uh, uh, people on this panel, this Illuminati level panel, <laughs> don't even have to play the game. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I heard that, and I actually rewound it. I was like, "Wait a second, I, I'm I'm mopping and cleaning because I'm cleaning the house while I'm listening to the stuff." That's I, I mean, listen to my. Is it, hard, is it really hard to really uh, think about that? I mean, really, really think about it. In but I had to make sure. stuff. I had Elden to make sure. Ring is on this. Actually, matter of fact, let me remove Elden Ring. Right, let me remove Elden Ring. Let me remove the Forza. Let me remove the games that we know that's on the list. Right. One game that's on this list that should immediately open everybody's eyes to how weird this whole show is, Cyberpunk. Why is Cyberpunk even they got, a they nomination? Got several no, several no, no, for nominations. This. Exactly. The game did not work at launch. They removed well, it from stores, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Why is that even being awarded? It got nominated for the most amount of... Um, yeah, but... That's why they didn't get nominated. Good. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can say that, okay, it didn't get nominated last year, and now it can get nominated this year. And to that, I say Jedi Fallen Order, good sir. That yeah. game launched yes. perfect, didn't oh, get nominated man. the year before, perfect. and was That's forgotten the year after. That's a perfect example. I'm glad you mentioned you know. I forgot all about that. That game got snubbed that yeah, year dude. that it came out. And we you know? still haven't seen that game on a stage, and that's criminal. That game was one yes. of the best Star Wars games I played in a long time. It was amazing. Yeah. In a long time. Yeah. Everyone can agree mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. Even oh, the reveal. Y'all know what I'm talking about. At the end, mm-hmm. the reveal. They killed it. Yeah. But again, yeah. this is what I'm talking about, though. And this goes back to that blur line, Asante. That blur line between Hollywood and what you're seeing can be done with video yeah. games and them trying to merge that. This is why you got yeah. TV shows like The Last of Us, which I'm not going to watch, by the way. I'm not watching that trash. Uh, you got uh, <laughs> Spider-Man with the movies, now with the games. Mm-hmm. You got that blurred yeah. line. You got, wasn't there one for Halo? Wasn't Halo's? Was yeah, the Halo's TV coming show? out next yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. TV yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. But you see how I'm going with this, right? There's blurred lines, yeah. and those get more. Well, um, and, and let me be clear, though. Let's be clear here, though. There's nothing wrong with that if that is your purpose in this. If you're here trying to be like, look, I'm trying to show Hollywood that we deserve attention and maybe our movies will start getting better, like video games movies will get better and all that because here, you know, just like comic books are now, right? Comic books are there now, right? Hey, that's, that is your choice. You know, you, you, Jeff Keighley, have the ability, have the resources to do so. Good on you. But don't use the gaming public 
as your political football to make these balls and strikes. This yeah. is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, be clear and honest about your intentions instead of saying this is the game awards for its merit and then shaft games left and right because they don't fit your narrative. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So what yeah, I, think, I, I agree. I and agree. then finally, what I think is people who are listening to this, who are as outraged as I do, as I am with this, we need to start dethroning these kings. They no yeah. longer deserve. They Thank don't deserve you. the gatekeeping that we give them. Yes. You know, we need some other outlets. We need some other people that will call them right. You know, if you don't like Meta, there's Open Critic, right? Where mm -hmm. is the alternative? We need a better alternative. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Go ahead. So I said, like, people want E3 gone. I'm like, no, we don't need E3 gone. We don't need to have Monopoly with Jeff Kelly being mm -hmm. the spot for uh, game reveal or game console reveals. So I'm saying we don't need that. We uh -huh. need alternatives. We need that mm -hmm. show to be revamped. We got our alternative coming back. I don't know if you all remember, but G4 is making a comeback. Yeah. I do uh, see them. Listen, listen, I listen, see them out there. I see them, but I I got to see Yeah, them I'm skeptical right now. Well, I'm skeptical. I'm more the old school. Like, like before, back then, they weren't crazy high production with G4. Mm -hmm. They were just oh. simple. They kept, you know what I mean? They were bootstrapped. Yeah, they were in a yeah. studio. They kept it straightforward. They had a little monitor here that showed the gameplay. That's And then the camera goes to it. That's it. That's all they got to do. But we get this, and they try some over-the-top production type thing. It's it's going to feel forced. It's not going to feel like the same and thing. And I feel like they have some conglomerates behind them that we might not want to trust. You yeah. Know? <laughs> you never I know. Guess. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. Well, I'm looking at them, but I'm looking at them with, with a side eye. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Eye, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I agree with you, Dredd. I'm excited. I think, you know, KS90 is excited too, but I, I, I'm really skeptical. Yeah. You, you look at the old cast, okay, and I know they're not the new cast, but you look at the old cast and, and how the chemistry respect they yeah. garnered because they were being truthful over the games. They they weren't being yeah. uh fanboys, they weren't being opinionated, they just spoke the facts and, and kind of went Bro, from there, right? And, they, and they had that. fun with it, you yeah. know, and that's the beauty of it. That's what made it different. And then when we lost it, we all cried about it, right? Because we're like, Oh, we lost it, and here we have the game awards and you know we're being hopeful that okay finally we got something back on so that we can have it on tv we can have it this yeah. way and obviously it's not tv but you know it's 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 hopeful for us to have that part of what we had before but obviously we know it's not the exact the same we know, you know it's never a lot of people do don't understand right. how good we had it back then i'm yes. talking morgan webb and Adam Sessler yeah. were as real as they could possibly be. I'm talking when the PS3 launched, they were right there with us, clowning the hell out. That's just like, yeah, what is it worth it? You know what I mean? Is it worth it? Like, what do you have to show? Like, they were up front. You don't see that anymore. Well, Big Cloud, I will say, with to your point, Adam Sessler being back on G4 now kind of gives me a little bit of hope because he's always been a non-BS kind of dude. He will yeah. not stand for that stuff. No, no. So I that kind of gives I me agree. a bit more hope for G4, but the new iteration of it. Politics. You know? We don't know if there's yeah, politics we don't know. behind yeah. this one versus we don't know. That's what for sure. we had before. Remember, it was a whole new yeah. ball game back then. They had a different thing. Now we're in a new millennia at this point, and mm -hmm. it feels like, and everybody has like these little uh, scapegoats in these contracts yep. where they can get yeah. X amount of things done and stop you from saying X amount of things. So I, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, again, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's the same show. I really am. So I, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, we, we certainly will. But you know what? I, I want to bring VJ into the conversation and then we will get Dreadpool and we will uh, then, of course, move on to a more serious topic. Uh, one that has uh, now 
made its way to mainstream gaming in the form of Xbox and PlayStation making public opinions about this, uh, public statements, I should say. Uh, but I want to thank the Super Chats that have come in. Brian Hopkins drops the first one of the day for $5. Good morning, Boom and crew. What a great way to start off the day, hanging out <coughs> with some of the coolest folks around. Thank you for show. Well, thank you for the compliment, but more importantly, thank you for the support. We also have uh, Raiden Blade drops not one, but two Super Chats. The first one of $5 says, my question is, where are all those journalists that give Forza Horizon 5 10s across the board didn't vote on this too? Yeah, see, that's, that's also that's a great point. A lot of people were saying, well, wait a second. If this is picked by journalists, right? Again, this Illuminati-level board of journalists that supposedly picked these six uh these these six games these six nominees and forza wasn't a part of them if that in fact is the truth in fact if that is in fact the case uh what happened to the highest reviewed game of the year at 91 versus 88 being the highest on this list 84 being the lowest see this is again it's 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 a bit of a conundrum and it, it it does set a terrible precedence for the for whether or not or how serious we can take the game awards i i mean that that's that's the reality and, and again this folks I, I want you to understand something hmm. i have seen the arguments that people are like oh this is just angry fanboys from xbox uh no hmm. i i really think that this vj this 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 falls into the conversation of what's yeah. right is right so that's agenda pushing what you what you just said I What's did that? a live. Sh- no, that's agenda pushing. What you just said, like uh, mm-hmm. the way dudes spin that. Yes. Because when I did a live stream on that yesterday, mm-hmm. I had dudes expressing their same concern. Only it was for Returnal. Yes. So again, um, See, now Returnal could be considered a snub, right? That can be considered a snub because there are many of them. I don't. I don't. I don't agree either. But if you liked it and you and it didn't show up, that can be considered a snub because there have been many in its category that I, have yeah, been yeah, featured. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I love. Yeah. I love the Order eighteen eighty six. Boom loves the Order eighteen eighty six. I love what? the Order eighteen eighty six. Okay, but yeah. guess what? Guess what? We love it, but the vast majority. No, we, they'll never be eighteen eighty seven, which is it'll never be eighteen eighty seven, and it'll never be a game of the uh, year. But you get, I'm going with that. You know, you can, yes, yeah, you, can yes. say, you can say it's your game of the year and your top ten, sure. But versus the the vast majority in terms of the world uh, worldwide reception, Returnal did not hit the numbers, nor did it hit the 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 pop that was necessary to garner accolades like game of the year. It just didn't. It didn't do that. And people need to understand that. Like, not every game Sony dropped did that. Hell, I don't even think Ratchet and Clank did that. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I you think it's a beautiful Ratchet version of the amazing. same game. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Ratchet and Clank's amazing. Like the, yeah. the haptics and all that stuff. This is cool. It's yeah. in. It's, it's great. It gets, it gets you in the game. But guess what? After you beat the story, that's it. There's yeah. not much else to it. There's yeah. not much else. There's no more appeal. When you beat the story, when you see the credits, all the appeal is gone, and there's no yeah. much else. Unless you're a completionist like me, odds are you turned the game off and you moved on to another game. And that's yeah. the thing people need to understand. You know, game of the year, if I was to look at that list, and I said this live, and people were shocked by me, but some people say I was biased because I interviewed the, in the entire cast. But no, it has nothing to do with the interviews, literally. If I was to say game of the year, it would have to be Resident Evil Village. That felt like the most next-gen game that we got in a long time. Oh. Oh. And that was Res- it felt like Resident Evil 4 in first person. 
Yeah. Well, listen, let, let, let me let me get VJ in a conversation. VJ, you've heard our 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 our, our complaints. <laughs> Are they legitimate? Well, where, where do you personally Yeah, my fall? bad. We're hijacking the topics my bad. No, that's all right. No, it's, 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 this is a conversational um, podcast. Uh, that's, sure. that's not what we do. But where where do you fall on this, <clears throat> seeing mm-hmm. the accolades that um, this this title has received? Um, someone mentioned uh, The Order 1886. It's uh, set in Whitechapel, um, the place where I was born. So uh, that brought oh, a right smile. Oh, yeah, I, so I, I know you were, I know you were foaming at the mouth when you saw all that. So it, <laughs> it yeah. still looks good to this day. Still looks good. It's shocked. beautiful. It's yes. good to this day. I thought I'd throw in that little bit of trivia for you. Um, look, boom, I'm not, um, I've heard everybody's uh, complaints, and uh, look, I'm not. Uh, well read in on the situation but I think I've got the gist of it I've played Forza 5 extensively so I hope that qualifies me to speak so I might go on a bit so bear with me um, so we're talking about you know the games and their nominations and so on and so forth look I don't know what the slew of uh, criteria actually is and if it's carefully followed in terms of um, how you go about to you know de- determining you, you know your nomination for a category or let alone you know a game of the year contender but you would you would think that at least you'd have to play the game right in order to be qualified qualified to vote right on a, on, a, on a specific uh, a nomination category so and um just to set sort of all emotion aside, I think it's really important that the approach has to be holistic and whole, uh, where preference and thought doesn't interfere at all. And then you've got to look at Forza 5, you know, uh, and ask yourselves the question, right, because we're kind of discovering this together, right? Does Forza 5 really outperform or encompass to any degree, you know, the nominated games, the other nominated games and 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 past nominated uh, winners in terms of um, Im- imagination, intuition, flair, literature, you know, art, design, music, voiceovers animations, character performance, technical and graphical advancement, especially if it come, when it comes to a first-party title, does it um, sort of encapsulate mystery, majesty, and, and splendor? Does it inspire? Will it reside in your heart and, and mind as a, as a profound experience here yeah, for years to come when someone unequivocally asks you sometime down in the future, down sometime, some, at some point down, the fu- down in the future where, you know, what are your, five or, uh, what are your top five or ten games? Is it a redefining um, sequel over its predecessor? And above all, for me personally, does it harness originality, creative individuality, uh, genius or spirit? And look, it's seven o'clock in the morning over here and I'm, I'm kind of waking up, but the chats, the chats managed to do that a little bit for me. And, and I think that these are just some of the questions that should shape the validity of a, of a nomination. Uh, again, without emotion and attachment, look, We've talked about someone mentioned budgets and reputation of studios and sales numbers, let alone unexamined, you know, engagement numbers. But that that doesn't come into it for me. And if that was the case, then Call of Duty FIFA would win almost every year, with the exception of Animal Crossing New Horizons. So, so look, as as I understand it, <laughs> one of my favorite Mrs. Boomstick's favorite game <laughs> of this year. So I, go figure. <laughs> boom, I, I boom. You know what? If that game had won the game of the year, it, it would be a unanimous vote, right? I mean, everyone would be happy. But <laughs> it's such a feel good, uh, good, you know, sort of feel good factor game. And look, as I understand it, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not as well versed as, as the guys on the panel and people in the chat. As I understand it, over a hundred outlets or, or individuals or whatever of. Uh, prestigious media uh, firms have, have voted on, on this year's nominees. And hopefully they are, you know, we would hope, right, observant and, and serious people. But you've kind of thrown that into doubt, Boom, with the fact that perhaps some of these people that are voting haven't played the game. So that kind of, I don't know, irritates me a little bit. But 
look, clearly with what I'm saying, or I guess what I'm trying to say, you need a lot of time to consider each and every nomination that if you've been, if you've, if you have the privilege of doing so. Yes. And the, the way, the way you've got to look at this, right, since the debate, this current debate over fours of five can, let's be honest, it can continue endlessly or ceaselessly, right? And, and what you're practically doing is entering, you know, a, a war of attrition. And, and if we can all agree to on the attrition point, then you can perhaps understand based on the limitation of knowledge, as it's always, knowledge always sort of resides in, in the shadow of ignorance, right? And as to why it doesn't quite dissolve or didn't make the cut as a cast iron justifiable non, no, uh, nomination, if not in your mind, then at least in the minds of the hundred plus uh, voters and the ones that count, right? And and the other thing I would say is anyone actually reached out to the developer P P PGG, uh, you know, as to their opinion, if they're perturbed or even interested in this sort of ongoing situation, I would suggest they couldn't care less. And and I, I would point to what Kay Asante alluded to. It's not exactly terminal to their trajectory or Xbox for that matter. Right. And I think we can all agree on that. And and I think yep. um, I think Kay Asante also mentioned something about dethroning. Look, if you want positive change. This all relates to possibly to another topic we're going to talk about later. It has to be brought about objectively, logically, and above all, appropriately so, without conditioned knowledge accumulated over time. You, you want to change, you want action, then this demands pursuit. And I know you're doing that, Boom, and I respect that. But no matter, or I shouldn't say but, there is no but really. No, no matter how much you deny it, though, it also, to a degree, for every human being, it always invokes... When you're driving for something, it always invokes agendas, preference, narratives, my color, my country, my religion, or or this, or in this case, my plastic box and its exclusives yes. and so on and so forth. And you have to be careful. And that's why I really appreciate being on this channel because you cover very difficult topics that sometimes I don't come away from, uh, you know, answering them and come away unscathed. But <laughs> but if not handled correctly, boom, it will lead to division, which leads to inevitable conflict and conflict if you haven't realized, wears out and destroys the brain. Whether it's, you know, for me, there was one other thing, Boom, I hope you don't mind me mentioning, right? And I, I, it was just about the the indie gamer, a good friend of the show. Actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's a great friend of the show, and, great friend of the community for that matter. And, 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 you, and you said something right at the beginning of this topic before everybody uh, piled in, is in terms of you mentioned class or being classy. I, I was... I only go to the Indies um, timeline to see what new games I should potentially be playing, right? And I was disappointed to see some of the reaction to Indies, Indie Gamers' sort of logical and considered questions as to why Forza 5 is not a Game of the Year nominee. And as I say, he's a good friend, if not a great, if not, he's not just a good friend, he's probably a great friend of this show. And, yes. And, and if, there was, if there was any counter arguments that I came across that were leveled at him, it was just thoughtless, impassioned, self-serving, defensive. Yeah, I, I read some of them. Some yeah, of them and, were, uh, to, to say that they were disappointing would be an understatement, yeah. considering and, that if you, uh, if, if, you follow, if you follow the indie gamer, he's not a trendsetter, right? He doesn't go out of his way to make a statement because he wants subs or, 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 no. I mean, or, or no. people to, to follow him. No. He said what he felt and you know what? It's his opinion. You don't have to, you know, you don't yeah. have to agree, but you also don't got to yeah. be a jerk about it. I, I, I think, mm. I think the point that I'm trying to make here, boom, is in alignment with you. It was just, as I say, it was impassioned, self-serving, defensive, biased and preference led 
sort of opinions and retorts at best, all very, very, very superficial. And no, there was no actual considered or stimulating logic to open up any sort of sort of worthwhile topics of discussion or avenue of dialogue. And I just I just see jealousy, anxiety, attachment and possessiveness when I when I skim over drivel from members of the community. And it's really and people that I've actually communicated with. Right. And and, I, and sometimes when, when I see this sort of stuff, uh, just, just my mind just spins away and there's more important ideas to discuss like i don't know like the degeneration of the world in itself right um and <laughs> perhaps which you know many seem to facilitate on twitter anyway that's me done yeah. no no I mean, listen <laughs> a, a, a great stuff as always what, what can i say um i almost feel bad for dreadpool having to follow that because that was great dreadpool listen you can just debunk everything i said no oh, I, 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 I will I, 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 dreadpool is as real as they come and that's why i love having him a part of this program because he he's not he's not vying for uh, a sub or a like and i don't think any of us here are we we do that through the content that we produce that's how we want to be remembered that's how we want to be supported i don't want to be supported because i added jeff Keeley and i you know and, and and you know and again i politely explained my distaste no, no cursing no threatening no no reason for him to block me and he has not so obviously i'm doing it the right way but dread Everyone on the panel so far has brought some incredible points. I have not talked with you since this. I didn't get a chance. I was only in the chat list, uh, uh, on Wednesday's show with Wilmy Hood. And I didn't know if you guys covered it because I was listening in the background because I like giving views even if I don't listen at the time. Um, where do you personally fall? Because you've always seemed to be in the same camp as me in, 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 um, in integrity. What boom, what's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong. Um, I actually don't care how you slice this, and I don't care what piece of plastic you worship or you love more than the other. This is this is wrong. This this sends a, a really bad message to uh the industry. I've said that in my video. I said I think it sends a bad m message to playground games and more so just the gaming, uh just the 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 gaming universe as as it whole. Wh where do you personally fall on the snub? I, I think what it does is it brings a bad light to the industry, right? We've all ba basically said that none of us really want to talk about it like this, right? We want to be able to talk about it and, and be able to praise the good stuff, right? But we got to call out the bad stuff. And this is part of the, the thing. Um, and I really don't want to talk about this, but at the same time, it needs oh, to be, on, you know, it needs to be said. Okay. Go, ahead, Go for the moon. All right, so <laughs> I don't know if you all noticed, but the best sim strategy game, right? Two of Microsoft's games, right? I'm just going to compare the two. Now, you tell me how how the two are comparable to be in a in a category to compete with each other, right? Ages of Empire 4 and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yes. Okay. Two totally different genres, two totally different demographics, and they're still going for this, right? They're still going for this one spot. Uh, now, a quick side point. note there, Dredd. Yes. Have you noticed that Age of, uh, that Flight Sim is back on the list when it was on the list last year? No, Flight Sim was nominated that. last year, and yes, now it's it back was. on. Yes, it's true that it's on console now, but many games have been on one thing and then been on the other thing next year, and they still don't reconsider it. It's either there once, and then it never comes back. This is Correct. on there twice. Right, so yeah, that's I'm sorry. I mean, well... Did they clarify that this is there for PC? Is it? Uh, I'm just I'm just inferring right. that it has to be because it's on console, but there's no reason for yeah, it. To I be didn't that notice that. Yeah, I know? didn't even notice that. But yeah. thanks for catching it. But you know, 
my whole thing is I want more transparency, right? We know Phil Spencer is on the board that votes on this, right? right. We know, you know, so it's not like, oh, it's everybody's anti-Microsoft. Well, there's a Microsoft guy there, you know, um, but like Jez, I, 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 Luke had posted something about Jez's article and I reposted it on top of that. Right. And it's amazing how, you know, when I read Jez's article that the devs weren't even considered, you know, and it's like, someone's like, Oh, you know what the dice dice does dev stuff too. I'm like, yeah, they do, but not to this degree, but you would think you're going to be inclusive of everyone. If you're, and on top of that, how inclusive is it when the gamers only have 10%, how do we vote? With ten percent power, hundred percent. Yeah, so it should be it should be minimum fifty percent, fifty percent of the industry, fifty percent of the gamers that actually buy these games. It brought me back yet again to real life. Right, years ago, um, and I know this. You know, for a lot of people, it might be funny. It might be like, what the hell? But I I ended up being requested at one point in time to be a judge, right? And this judge was to judge singers. Um, I had to sit there and, and you know, figure out my method of how I was going to judge these singers. Well, after everything was said and done, the judges go into the back room. And instead of just handing over the paper, the the organizer was like, all right, you know, what do you, what do you guys have? What do you got? You know, this, this, and this, you know, instead of, you know, like, here's the numbers. Here's our, here's our opinions and our facts and just count it and then go from there, right? All of a sudden, the judges started going, well, you know, I, I think this other this uh, this other singer was better. I think this and this, we should give it to this one. And it's like, well, wait a second. We're supposed to be judging on their vocal talents and the merit of knowledge of song and, and how they presented themselves. Up. I mean, all this stuff, we're supposed to, uh, uh, even their own presentation, right? So we're supposed to judge on all this. And, and it's, 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 it's the same thing here. This is why I want transparency because certain, you know, we just found out that Alana knows that some of these judges that are nominating and, and putting these games in here have yet to even play a game, right? What do we know about the, the, the Oscars, right? They court these, the, the panels or whatever, they court them, right? They send them flowers. They send them candy, steaks, uh, concert tickets, right? They court them so that way they know, hey, this is my movie. This is, you know, keep us in mind for when you place your vote. All right. So how shady is that, that they're actually paying them off? Right. We don't know what's going on here. I'm not saying that this is what's going on here, but we know this is what happens when we say if we don't do it from uh, beginning of the year to the end of the year. You know, January 1st to December 31st, this is what happens because the games that come out in November or after November, right? Because depending on when, when in November, it, it never is the same day. It, it, there is no cutoff that's always the same. And that's right. part of the issue is, all right, we're, you know, our game's going to be in here. And it's like, no, our game isn't. Now, technically, this is the snubbing time. This is the time these games get snubbed is when it's right after the game awards, because nobody remembers those games because they were last year. No, they weren't. They were technically last year, but they weren't part of the cutoff date. 
And that's why, like, Star Wars kind of got there a little bit of snub because it lost. They got that. Well, Star Wars was on the last day, if you remember. Right. That was that was the big controversy. It 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 made it out on the last day of eligibility, right? On that day. Yeah, and it still and they, didn't make it in there. And they yeah. said, nope. And here's the funny part. They also had voted all this stuff. And already, they already know who's winning already. And these games are still coming out before the cutoff. They've already voted their games. So yet again, this is the transparency we I'm asking for. We need to have that cutoff. You know, let's say it's and I, I we know why, right? We know why Christmas is coming up, yeah. Black Friday's coming up. Yeah. We got all these these this holiday season of buying and 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 you know uh gift sharing for for others. Uh you know, whether or not you celebrate it, you're celebrating gift sharing and giving and and, and you know the the whole yeah, I mean at the end of the day, it is a business, but there is integrity that's yeah. that must be maintained, and that that's where I see you're going. Uh, there, uh, there is, there is a question. I actually said that in my video, Dreadpool. I said, you know something? It's funny. Uh, and we don't, we know that we don't know this because Jeff isn't saying, right? Jeff's not talking about it. Did these six nominees already get picked before fours are released? Because that may, in fact, be the case. That's what it seems like to me. Right. And if, in fact, that is the case, then that so right there. Yeah. If you if you read the, there's an update to uh, to uh, Jez's article and there's an update actually I just saw it recently when, when you go down there and that is exactly what happened even though the cutoff date is like the 19th or something they were encouraged to make sure all their votes and everything were in by the fourth and fourth to release when the fifth or something like that yeah so even though the, the the window was there they were not allowed to go back and redo it which is but again absolutely ridiculous first of all uh, I expect you to take that and run with it on saturday and obviously we're already an hour and seven minutes into the show and we still have the serious topic to get to and i'm going to let dreadpool finish but if in fact that is the case and if jez corden who is extremely highly respected uh in the industry uh for his, his journalism and his opinions he wouldn't write that if it wasn't true right so if in fact that is the case that's bit of little uh, a little nugget of information proves that there is something wrong with the game awards right and, and with them voting early what's what's gonna what's gonna um incentivize them to go back and recast their vote for only a, you know a couple days yet again they probably haven't played forza um well they probably did because a lot of them got review codes microsoft handed out codes left and right so they probably did in fact play it they just didn't bother going back and yeah, changing but, the vote because they didn't want to be bothered. That's the bad message. That but that's about. that's why I want that transparency. 100%. I want that transparency. Yeah. I don't care who they voted for. You know what I mean? Because every and here's the here's the funny part, right? Game of the Year awards, right? It's your opinion. It's just the it's just a bigger collective of let's let's uh, say it in a bad way here, Metacritic, right? It's it's a collective opinion of all these people. Now, whether or not there's a narrative, uh, guidelines, there, it sounds like there is, that there's guidelines as to who you're supposed to vote for, who is supposed to get this, you know. And, and there's, there's a lot of people that are in this, uh, that are making the votes that are very ethical, you know. So it's, it's not to say that they're doing anything wrong. It's just we don't know where they stand. And with, with everything going on, you know, Here's the other part, right? Everybody's blaming Jeff Keeley. Jeff's just show, bringing the show. 
he's not making them vote for everything. We don't, you know, we don't really yeah, know. Yeah, but you know, so, that's the, the, the one that's doing this. But They're his face, his name and his face are all, are everywhere. So yeah. he has he has a responsibility that when something like this goes wrong, and obviously it's gone wrong, he has a responsibility to say, hey, listen, guys, you know, not for nothing. Uh, we have to fix this because everyone's blaming me. Now, did Jeff go ahead and do this himself? No, I'm not saying Jeff is wrong. What I'm saying is that this is uh, this is on Jeff simply because it's Jeff Keighley's Game Awards. He is the producer. So, of course, I mean, I'm, I, who, who am I going to blame? I, I don't, we, he, we can't blame anybody. And I say blame. Blame is such a... A loosely used term. No one's blaming. No, he carries the but he carries the burden of responsibility. He carries the burden. Yeah, there you go. That's a but better here's, way here's, to say. Here's it. the thing with Jeff. Um, he doesn't stop with just that that he carries the burden. He he sits there and oh who who did who got you know who got snubbed? Yeah, I I, I said I mean? that in my video so, as well. I, I thought it was a little trolly, uh, that, and that and, and that's what gets him in trouble. Uh, from and, time and to time. That's exactly it. That's exactly yeah. it. That's why at the same time, you know, it's not really him but his face is on it so he gets it's just like um any company right uh what happened what's going on with disney right everything going on right now it's the new ceo that's doing all this stuff whether or not it's all his decision he's the one that's getting the blame because he's the new face yeah right? well he's Same no bob with, Iger. i'll say that <laughs> no not not, not bob Iger. No, Bye -bye, Bob, no, I'm right. saying he's, he's no Bob Iger. Oh, Bye -bye. Okay, okay. I, I, I mean, Bob Iger was, he uh, was I was sad when he when he retired, to be honest yeah. with you. But still, it, same thing with, with Activision, right? We know uh, Mike Ybarra is there, and he's a great guy, but yet he's getting thrown under the bus with just because of the people that he's associated with when mm -hmm. he just got there. You know, he hasn't been there long enough, to, and he's writing the ship, but yet everything's still going on because of Bob. Bob is still messing stuff up, still being a part of the <laughs> topics, right? Because he's the face. And this is where Jeff Keighley has that issue. He needs to fix it, not troll it. He needs to you know, step up and do more. And like I said, this is where that transparency part is that we need to have because what are the guidelines? You know, if, I, if I'm being a judge in real life and, and for, for singers and, and they're still going in the background you know, and saying, hey, look, you know, yeah, I know we voted for this and this this is the number, you know, what what the numbers state. But we're going to we're going to redirect it to this other person. I think this other person won. It's like, well, why is this even a vote? You know, you just turned it into a, um, a dictatorship, you know, and it's supposed to be a vote. This is what you know, why I want the transparency. And I'm going to keep on saying that we need to see why this is an actual vote. Why is this a collective that have said this, there should be something on here, right? So, to me, any game, I don't care when it comes to game of the war, uh, game of the year awards, any game and every game should be included. I don't care how crappy your game is, it should be included in contention. You know, we've had so many killer games that I, that have just didn't have anything, but yet other ones that were lackluster got in yeah. there. We're all scratching our heads. Yeah. So, I mean, it is opinion. But at the same time, you'd think at least developers being involved because they would understand the nuances of building their games, the nuances of getting uh, this game off the ground with uh, voice actors or artists or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
program. Well, it, it, I will say this. It just proves the point that uh, I think we, we there's a general consensus going on within the industry, not just this particular podcast, but I think the general consensus is that because these uh, egregious mistakes continue to happen publicly, uh, not besides shedding a bad light on the Game Awards, when it's supposed to be a celebratory uh, event, what it proves is that they may, in fact, and they should, in my opinion, move these awards to the middle of January, uh, allowing for all the games in said year to be judged equally on the same level of playing field, whether it's a two-man game like Death's Door or a thousand-man game like Halo Infinite. And again, this this is this is this is this. There's no blurred lines here, folks. This has nothing to do with platform. This is what is right is right, and what is wrong is wrong. If you want to be legitimate, if you want to be able to say said game got its fair shake at the awards, and you want this to be the Oscars, someone wrote a super chat. I'm going to read in a second that says that. Uh, that uh, this is more like the MTV Awards, which we know that's a joke, and that is in fact the truth. That is, and and yeah. I know I know Jeff wants better, um, but just finish up your point, brother, and we're going to get on to the next topic, Drake. Because I can't wait to hear what you have to say about Bobby Kotick and his death threats <laughs> that has been confirmed by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, not a good look, and both now Phil Spencer and Jim Ryan have uh, uh, publicly. Uh, came out against this, and I think Activision is in trouble. Uh, but please continue. No, no, we'll we'll just leave it there. I've already taken up enough time. I no, no, you did great, dude. Uh, As always, you always bring, again. This is what we love having you on the show because you always bring fantastic points. As a matter of fact, I'm going to bring it right back around to you first. Then we'll get Kay Asante because I don't know how long we have him for. Because folks, he's working, he's doing double duty. Uh, but real quick, let me just catch up with some of the super chats. Uh, Sin Vendetta, generous friend of the show, uh, he says something funny. I just can't believe. That Elden Ring network test code uh, got snubbed hard from the Game Awards nominees. <laughs> he justified out super chat. Uh, Raiden Blade said, uh, "I dropped an additional two pounds." Super chat and says, "Boom! I did the same thing during uh, Arlana Pierce's video uh, uh, that he rewounded as well." Dan Lazaro dropped several super chats. The first one is, "Jeff can't have a bias if he's hosting an industry award show. He's trying to make gaming Hollywood. Gamers will call call him out for this." And his show will fail, indeed. Uh, second one says, Hollywood is fake. Gamers are genuinely smart and see through the BS. Uh, we just don't want, uh, we just watch, we won't watch the show. Yeah, a lot of people are going to not watch this show because of it. And I actually like the Game Awards. I like it for what everyone else likes, for the world premieres, right? Like, I, I like seeing the new <laughs> games. Um Raiden Blade drops an additional five pounds. Of chances. Game of the Year is sponsored by the games industry. What if they were supported uh, by G4 TV instead? Backing is needed on this funding. What go? What 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 does Game of the Year do then? I, I'm not sure, dude. Honestly, uh, Sin Vendetta drops an additional five dollars. Super Chat says, "Boom!" If the opinion for a particular game isn't there to vote on. For a particular category, then it couldn't be nominated, right? Yeah, that's a fantastic point. Raiden Blade drops a two dollar super chat, two pounds super chat. Says, give the gamers more power to vote. Gamers seventy percent vote. They they should be at least fifty percent because I hate to say this, um, I didn't pay. 
for Forza Horizon 5 because I was uh, considered and, and unbelievably considered by Microsoft to be a positive influencer. They, they, they blessed me with the ability to review uh, Forza Horizon. Now, would I have I bought the $100 edition? Sure. I, w- I was ready to do that, no problem, because I love Forza, but I didn't buy it, right? Um, and there are a lot of reviewers that didn't buy it because they were blessed enough to be able to review the copy. Uh, with that said, the gamers, uh, the consumers are the ones that are the movers and shakers of the industry, not the reviewers, not me. Not uh, GameSpot, not IGN, not uh, Game Rant. Uh, you know, they're not. We, we are just a part of the industry, and we were uh, lucky enough and, again, blessed enough to review the game. But it's the consumers that move the metrics in regards to games uh, paid for, right? So, yes, we, they, they, they should have more of a vote. Absolutely. Uh, we got... Um, Abacab72 drops a $5 super chat and says, if you want a game award show that is more like the Oscars, it's DICE, the DICE Awards. The Game Awards is more like the MTV Music Awards. That's, that's what he said before. Yeah, so thank you for that, brother. Uh, or uh, um, Artemis uh, drops, wow, a $10 super chat. Thank you for that, brother. He says, good morning, all. BitCloud said Resident Evil 8 was his game of the year. That's not surprising because he's a diehard Resident Evil fan like me. He says, but do you find it interesting, all of the other nominees... Uh, it wasn't nominated for any other award. Uh, it uh, seems like a placeholder to me. Like those games weren't nominated anywhere else. I I, I saw the list. I don't remember uh, if that in fact is the truth. If that is the truth, that is a bit of a head scratcher for sure. Hot Grits 910 drops a $5 super chat and says, did we stop to think that maybe Jeff had to do this in a way to get game awards as far as it is? Forza Horizon 5 is my game of the year, by the way. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a... It's very political. It's 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 a business, right? We I, I know I'm wearing my my heart right on my sleeve here, and I'm very very upset with um it getting snubbed. Uh, that's just a fan. I'm not a fan boy. I'm a fan. I, I'm just disappointed there. Uh, I mean, again, it it it's going to be what it's going to be. I don't think we're going to get a change. It's unfortunate, but the game awards themselves. That needs a change, and I will not be quiet about that at all. Space Davigan drops two super chats. The first one at five dollars says, and then you add the Death Stranding eleven eight situation. Jeff best friend game, and can coincidentally Jeff himself has a cameo and said, and yeah, I mean that's, I mean that's that a lot of people said, well, I, yeah, that, that there was some bias there for sure. He says also. Death Stranding will received ten nominate uh, ten nominations that year. That again, that was that was a, another big controversy. I mean, the show unfortunately continues uh, down the path of having controversy instead of it being a legitimate show. That's that's a problem. Dan Lazaro drops an additional two dollars super chat and says, "If they didn't play the game, why uh, w- why are you watching?" Yeah, I mean that that's I mean it's a great point. But listen, folks, like I said earlier. Um, double barrel gaming is something that is incredibly important to both myself and Mrs. Boomstick. Now she does a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that a lot of people don't know about. And that's where she enjoys being. She ever said, Hey, boom, I want to come on the show. Then she's on the show. That's never going to happen because she's a bit of a shy person. And again, she loves working in the background because she takes care of a lot of the minutiae kind of uh, things that uh, require uh, attention that sometimes I over, you know, that I, I overlook or I don't see. 
which is why she's the perfect partner. Um, with that said, uh, as you know, I take this very seriously. Uh, I, I get it wrong sometimes, sure. Uh, I didn't do my, my due diligence, if you will, in the last video that I did where I said there were no first-person games uh, added to the game of the year. I, I got that wrong. I will publicly tell you that I got it wrong. Uh, and, you know, again, I make mistakes. What I didn't get wrong, though, folks, is planting my uh, personal flag in the ground of saying that I will no longer support Activision and Blizzard in any way, shape, or form until positive change, until those employees affected by the ongoing shenanigans is rectified. Now, that means people getting fired, potentially people going to jail, uh, people being blackballed in the industry. I never want to see people uh, fired, right? I never want to see people hurt in that way. But if you sexually assault someone, well, then my heart pumps piss for you because I'm not going to I'm not going to take it. Uh, I know that you, every time, every time I say that, best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, every, every time I say that, people laugh. And my father used to say that. He says when he when he get mad at the situation, he'd be like, "My heart pumps piss for you, so don't expect any sympathy." And that that was my dad. My dad, my dad was a was a very wise man. But I'll tell you that, and that's a funny statement. Um, but um, I said it then. I said it now. I'm going to say it during this conversation. I believed uh, that any good leader. Um, of a company, of a business, of your home, right? You know what is going on in your kingdom. And if you don't, you're a poor leader and you have to be removed, right? Well, I said it then, and I'm going to say it again. Bobby Kotick, or Kotick, as, as, as uh, I, I was corrected, uh, not only knew what was going on within Activision and Blizzard, According to the uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, uh, they indicate that he assisted in covering up multiple instances of sexual harassment at both companies. The word egregious, illegal, immoral, unethical on a level of a thousand comes to mind. Now, I'm not going to get on my righteous uh, pedestal here and say that. Uh, that, that you should listen to my opinion. You shouldn't support them. You support whoever the hell you want to support. I'm not supporting it because my wife is the most important person to me in the world. And I could not look her in the face and say, honey, we're going to play Diablo 4. Because don't worry about it. Some of the producers, they raped women in the Cosby room, potentially. Again, these are allegations. I couldn't do that. I would be a piece of shit, pardon my French, if I did that. And I'm not that. I'm not a POS. Uh, I'm a man of integrity. I did it as a police officer for 21 plus years. And my integrity and honor were on the top of everything I did then. And they're on top of the everything I do right now on this channel. Incredibly important to me. I'll give it up tomorrow if I can't have those two things. If you told me, boom, hon honesty and integrity, honor, out the door, integrity, out the window, all right, pack it up. I quit. Sorry, because I'm not I'm not going to sell out. Well, why am I bringing this up? Sony Interactive Entertainment's CEO Jim Ryan uh has moved into a higher 
upper echelon for me personally because it was him that came out first against what's going on in Activision. He sent out an internal email to staff where he apparently linked the Wall Street Journal report and noted, along with, uh, uh, along with himself and other PlayStation leadership, that they were disheartened and frankly stunned to read that Activision had not done enough to address a deep-seated culture of discrimination and harassment. Now, following this, head of Xbox, Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer, sent an email to employees within Microsoft at Redmond in which he stated that he, along with the rest of Xbox leadership, are not only disturbed and deeply troubled by the horrific events and actions that are currently being depicted during this Wall Street Journal report at Activision and Blizzard, as reported by Bloomberg, Spencer reportedly goes on to note that Xbox is evaluating all aspects of our relationship with Activision Blizzard and making ongoing proactive adjustments to that relationship. Uh, Folks, it has now officially gotten real because besides the multiple lawsuits that the state of California currently has against Activision and Blizzard, the two biggest platforms are now... You no know, linking arms, which this this should have been done months ago. But I, you know, as 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 leaders, you know, you have to. It's a business, so you got to make sure that this isn't a politically uh, charged, you know, thing against these two companies. You got to make sure that there are there's evidence to uh, for these grounds because everything everything right now uh, is accusations, right? Um, but the question I have for the panel, I'm going to start first. Let, 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 actually, you know what, Dredd? I'm going to come to you second because I just want to make sure we get uh, um, Kay Asante in and out because he is working. Kay Asante, uh, the question I have for you that I pose, is this the final straw that broke the camel's back? Is Bobby Kotek or Kotek going to be removed by the board at Activision who were up until this point protecting him? Oh, I hope so. And it should definitely be. This should have not been the final straw. This should have been a lot more. He should have been re- removed or reprimanded publicly a long time ago. You know? Yes. And yes. credit where it's due. You know, we, we, we make fun and we, you know, dance in gym and all of that. But he came out, he was vocal, and we appreciate that. And, and more, more of that should be seen across the industry. And, of course, you know, Phil was right there, as, as was, I think, Sarah Bond also put something yes. on Twitter. Yep. Very vocal about it. This has just taken far too long, far, far too long to get some actual tangible action, seemingly, you know, action in the environment. And now they're talking about, hey, y'all don't do something about it. Our relationship on our platforms are going to change. That's where, you know, foot, foot, foot comes to ass, as they say. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I like that. That's you good know, that, that's where that's where it needs to go in order for actual change to happen, you know. And it's just been absolutely insane. Like what you just said there, you know, uh, um, so aptly put, you know, either you don't know what's going on in your in your organization and you're a horrible manager leader and you need to be removed immediately, or you do know what's going on in your environment. And guess what? You're enabling it or you're 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 assisting in it, in which case you're even more egregious. And it, it should you know, there is there's no right answer for you. Uh, a quick aside. Uh, I'm sure it's making the Twitter rounds. You probably have seen it. Uh, uh, Kamiya has come out and and basically dispelled the whole uh, scale bound thing 
as to why it it, it ended up the he way it did. Publicly apologized yes. for the mis the misdoing of exactly. Platinum Games towards Microsoft. We're going to talk exactly. about that. We're going to talk about that on Tuesday's Xbox Factor sure. Podcast. Yes. That's huge, dude. Yes, I bring this up because how many arrows has Phil taken in the knee for this? Oh, Did you ever hear him go? Did you ever hear him go? But it wasn't us. Did you ever hear him speak that way? No, he took those arrows because that's what a leader does. He knew exactly what was going on. He knew exactly why he had to cut bait and get rid of that and 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 uh, you know close that game and and not let it release. But still, he mud was in his eye every day for how long now? And I don't even think it was anybody who specifically came out and 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 uh, made made Kamiya say that, it was probably that, that the news was still getting around it and that story wasn't going away. But I say this to say, this is leadership. This is why you make them big bucks. So when, when things go wrong, you take it on the chin and you work in the back back end to really, really fix the problem. And it seems the contact was not only seeing what was going on, he, he was in, in that position of, hey, let's keep this money train rolling and we'll do whatever possible to, to stop these news stories and to stop these problems from, from not happening, but from coming out. So yeah. that guy needs to go like yesterday, yesterday. If you choose to keep supporting him and you, you like the games that they play, hey, that's on you. I have no issue with you doing that. But, you know, as, as has been said aptly on this show by, by many of the panelists here, you know, we're, we're trying to be people of integrity. We're trying to speak. We're trying to speak. They say speak with your wallet. You know, your wallet is a small thing in the grand scheme of things, but when a lot of people speak that exact same way, it starts making actual change. Look at what's happening now. You have platforms that are saying, unless you make some changes, you're gonna we're gonna have to start changing our relationship with you. If you don't know what that means, read between the lines. Yes. We might take your games off our platform. Yeah, and that is their bread and butter. Yep. If they lose the consoles and they lose Steam, they're done. They're just done. That's it. And there's no way that the that the board will allow them to lose both console platforms and Steam. Those are the big guys. Yeah, they can have their own launcher. Nobody makes as much money from their own launcher as they do from the existing platforms. That's correct. So 100%. here's where the money, you know, here's where it's actually starting to make make some some sense and it's starting to matter. I just wish it had happened sooner, you know. And anytime you hear some leader go, uh, like try to scapegoat or whatever, you know what's happening. They either know and they're and they're malicious, or they don't know and they're foolish. Either way is unacceptable. Yes, I mean that's a wow. I mean, fantastic point. Uh, but I mean, obviously, very true. Dreadpool, uh, you obviously you talk about your business all the time, right? Uh, and how important it is to your family, how important it is to the work that you do to support said family. Uh, we are seeing uh, two of the biggest leaders of the biggest platforms come out along with some of their employees like Sarah Bond, who is one of the, I mean, I, I just love her to pieces. I just think that she's such an important part of the industry for a multitude of reasons. Um, come out and publicly say that change has to happen now, not tomorrow, not three weeks from now. It needs to happen. I'm, I'm imagining that the pressure on these uh, on Activision and, and, and Blizzard, they, they're going to remove him. By I, I would not be surprised by Monday morning, we hear that Bobby Kotek or Kotek it has been removed as uh, a, 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 as CEO of the, of this company, and there's an interim CEO. Uh, again, where where do you fall on um, how significant 
the two biggest leaders of the two biggest platforms have now come out and taken a stand. You remember that time that you had Phil, Reggie, and Sean? Yes, on, on stage, stage yeah, during the Game Awards. That was brilliant. I loved it. That's that's how it feels. It feels like Jim and Phil are stepping out and and, and showing that it doesn't matter. You know, we're we're here for the gamers. We're here for the people. And it's it's uh, and like you said earlier, right? Uh, you couldn't they couldn't just step out and say that earlier because uh, allegations. Yes, uh, he says she says. Mm -hmm. There's just so much that we don't know. And now with more and more information coming out, I'm glad that Jim stepped up. You know, it's cool that Jim is actually the first one to step up and, and then Phil follow suit. And, you know, that's that's the thing, you know, being a leader, you know, you got to you got to take those hits. You don't put the blame on anybody but yourself. Yep. You know, and when people are saying, oh, you know, more employees should have walked out. But guess what? You know, when you got to feed your family. Exactly. You it's know, hard you to do. do. Hard, do. Easy Some, to say, hard to do. Sure. Right. When you have people that are like, look, um, we'll, we'll bring a little bit of the politics into this. Right. Uh, uh, being unionized or not unionized. Right. Join the union because of this. Right. Yeah. The union fights for you. But at the same time, they take a cut, you know, or you can't, you know, there, there's there's holdups. What happened with the union? They killed Twinkie. Right. They they killed Hosa. So we, we lost our Twinkies. You know, uh, all those people lost jobs. Now they came back. But this is this this is the side of business that we don't see all the time. And this is the side of business that people forget. You step up too much too soon without the, you know, because you think you have power. Eventually, it's going to hurt the people that really matter. And that's your yes. employees. It's the little people. Right. Yep. So saying, you know, the, the uh, Blizzard employees, Activision employees should have stepped up and, and got, you know, and walked out all of them. And it was only a small percentage that that's a disservice to the rest of them because they got to feed their families, you know, and, and they're all living paycheck to paycheck. They're not they're not superstars where they're, you know, they, they could care less and they can go somewhere else. Yeah, they can go somewhere else, but we can't all just pick up and go. You know, there's only so many companies out there. There's only so many positions out there. And depending on your position, there's so many factors that we keep forgetting, you know, and we're just we're we're. Um, um what well um uh, armchair quarterbacking business here you know we don't know really what's going on we don't know and un unfortunately we see what's in the news and we're making prejudgments on all this stuff right why didn't these people leave why didn't this well sometimes it's um part of the business that you have to do this and then you find out oh well they were kind of brainwashed. If you think about some of this stuff, why wouldn't you speak up, especially when it comes to um, the bigger uh, heavy hitter allegations, right? The sexual harassment, the sexual assault, the uh, the other. Um, I mean, it's all in, in a way it, the culture that it was before. Right. And this is the culture we have to stop. We have to stop with all this, you know, treat treat women as women, you know, Sorry. treat them as actual human beings. It doesn't matter if there's a transgender person or a person that goes by another pronoun or whatever, just treat them as a human being. Yep. I don't, there care. you go. That's what I'm and talking about. Human beings are human beings. That is correct. brother. When, I love when it. You're, when you're a leader, you need to bring that down and show it across the board. Right. What happened at the end of mixer, there were some racial issues that, that, was brought out to Phil. Phil stepped up and said, 
um, we're going to get a hold of you and find out more what's going on. And that had nothing to do with the end of the mixer. It just happened to be right at the end of it. And right. Phil still stepped up, even though it was that part of it was leaving. He didn't want that part of it that was still sticking around. That was no longer mixer, but they're still sticking around. He didn't want that in his organization. He didn't want that underneath his, you know, his fingers and, and, and like still, uh, you know, being rotting uh, the company out from within, you know, and that's the thing we got to, we got to remember that we got to support each other more than just, Oh, you know, this is my fellow podcaster. This is someone that I listen to. This is so no, we got to support each other more than this. We got to support each other mentally when it comes to this. If there, if there's an allegation, we need to find out how factual this is because they're, Unfortunately, we have people that mislead and they kind of go from there. And, and, you know, so we now we have the, the questioning of is this true or not? It, well, we need to find out, first of all, and not put not go directly against somebody and blame them. But at the same time, not tell the victim that they're lying. You know what I mean? We have to go. In, and this is why you have HR. You have to go there. If there's a problem, you see something, go to HR. Hopefully. And we know that there is a you know, a, HR issue, too. But hopefully someone will do something, you know, and then if that's not enough, that's where you got to go and talk to somebody else. You know, Jason Schreier, we don't like him, but guess what? He he digs and he gets stuff. He gets those answers. Right. So sometimes you have to do that. You have to be a whistleblower and you got to find the, the means to get it out there and stop this. This is insanity when it comes to this. Right. This is supposed to be a business for video games. This is supposed to be a pastime that that we get to enjoy and love that these people are these developers are supposed to be enjoying their work, but they can't even enjoy their workplace. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like, it doesn't make sense with all this stuff. And this is why Bobby Kotex, whatever his name is. I don't, I don't give a rat's ass about him anymore. I'm sorry, but well, he's going to have a golden he, parachute. He's, he's he, not suffering. He, right? need, he's, he needs that parachute taken away from him. 100%. Those stockholders he need, need, face. need to say that he's in violation of contract, whatever it is that they need to do, pull that out from him and let him suffer, right? And then he needs to go to jail and then get some stitches. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, listen, I, 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 I honestly can't I argue. No... I can't argue with that. But great stuff as always. And, 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 from, and from an emotional point of view, from, a, from a, a, a guy like myself that are considered the cogs that keep their companies going, uh, I, I see. I see your passion. I appreciate it, and uh, I think I think it's it's been well received, Dread, as always. Uh, Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Where where do you fall on the Bobby uh, Kotek uh, uh, situation? Does Activision need to move quickly on this because of what Phil and uh, Jim had to say? Kind of echoing what uh, K. Santi said earlier, as well as even Dreadpool. Um, this should have happened way earlier. Um, I made a prediction back in August that he needs to go heads need to roll and his being the main one because leadership. I mean, we always talk about, you know, stuff rolls downhill. I'm not going to curse on your show, but you know, stuff rolls downhill. Um, typically you. you can't be at the top of the, the, you know, the food chain and not know what's going on. I mean, you, especially when it's a billion dollar company, I can understand if it's a small mom and pop shop, you know, you could be running that and not be aware of all the things going on because it's it's a smaller scale. But even on a bigger scale, you have to, especially when the amount of money or, or revenue that's being generated by this company is going on, 
he had to have known. And I, I kind of had that feeling, you know, having experience from my time in the military, as far as reserves with uh, sexual harassment uh, issues with the company I was a part of, as well as um, the company I worked for, you know, the past 20 plus years, it, even when there's a dysfunctional HR, you can kind of tell when, when things are awry and when things are out of control. And it just seemed like when there's that level of lack of control in this day and age, like maybe in fifties, sixties, maybe even seventies, or up to about the eighties, it could probably be kind of overlooked to some extent, but it, it just seemed like from, from day one, there was something else going on and there was definitely kind of like a cover up in the works or, or there was a lot being withheld. Like you don't usually have lawyers get involved and cases being settled out of court without there being, you know, it's typically where there's smoke, there's fire type of deal. Sure. There can be accusations that are just that and nothing more, but when, when you're in this size of a company, and and things like this are going on and and whatnot it, it it just it seems like they need the clean house at the top uh as far as the golden parachute uh, just short of the board member suing him uh for not being informed which i i even have my doubts on them not being aware um because a well, lot that, of times that, that that's what's been put out there that he uh, he specifically held information back from the board in fact if, if that in fact is the case that that is automatically mm-hmm. going to be something used to terminate you but there could be lawsuits involved in that as well sure yeah but i i, I have my doubts they weren't or at least some of them weren't aware because not saying everybody vacations the same place or goes to the same outings or or always in the same circles but usually when you're that high up the food chain you, you rub elbows a lot more than just at the country club so somebody knew something now, whether they want to act like it was withheld because it wasn't in writing via email, paper or, you know, a recorded phone call type of thing. So be it. But his golden parachute is probably going to go away via the lawsuit method as far as the board going after him. The one thing out of this that I'm, I'm torn as far as the support, like I, I, I totally understand everyone's want for like either boycotting any products from that that company and whatnot i i i don't go quite that far i'll 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 go as far as where like if if it's a game i want i'm gonna still play it or 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 get that game now am i going to pay full price or am i going to make a stink about it when i get the game probably but there are other things that you can do to hold their feet to the fire um but i i i respect anybody's you know decision as far as um you know how they they go about, you know, any Blizzard or Activision games. They're they're forward. I mean, I'm I'm not bothered with Call of Duty this time, and it's not as much about the 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 accusations and 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 charges and other issues going on. It's it's more so just my issues with the the beta, or at least my kids' issues with the beta when they tried it. Um, but all of that aside, I he should have been gone. Um, I would say back in September. Yep. I, I knew something was going to come out. It, it's only a matter of time. Like when, when stuff like this comes out, we're going to start getting drip feeds of more stuff. And I'm pretty sure there's even juicier stuff out there that we're still not uh, privy to. But I, I had made this prediction back in August and I, I I'm probably going to be the unpopular opinion guy here. 
I see Activision Blizzard shopping outside of their their corporate to replace Kotick. Um, and that my prediction back in August was is either going to be Sarah Bond or it's going to be Jade Raymond. Um, I know they have. Oh, yeah, Sarah, Sarah's not going anywhere. That, that's, <laughs> yeah, the Microsoft would just pay her two doubles. <clears throat> yeah. I, 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 I know a lot of people don't want those uh, either one of those uh, uh, <laughs> leaders to leave their current positions. Neither do I. But I just I kind of see or or figured that would be a board room or board member decision kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 bound to happen. But the, oh, overall. When it comes to these types of things in business, unfortunately, it's it's still a current day issue. Uh, unfortunately, still you have HRs that are more for the business than the employee. Um, traditionally, that's how HR works. I mean, it, on paper, it says it's for the employee's protection, but it's really for the business's protection in, in, in all honesty. But yep. uh, with, with all of that being said, uh, Bobby has to go. Um, yep. The board is going to make sure he goes. It's just a matter of if it's before O'Neill leaves. Uh, O'Neill is going to be there until the end of the year. I'm placing bets that uh, Bobby is going to leave before her. Now, it would be nice if they promoted O'Neill or maybe even Ibarra, but there's other issues even with that uh, co-leadership thing over at Blizzard. So it's, it's a big mess. And... Like I said, cleaning house is about the only way to really fix it. Um, but it, I, I I sympathize with the the employees going through what they've gone through um, as far as being in that environment. Because when when your you know livelihood is based on your your paycheck, you can only make but so many decisions. That's correct. And and when you have an HR that seems like not that they were retaliatory, but I've seen retaliatory. HRs when you report stuff and nothing happens and then oh magically now you're on the you know the bullseye or the target uh, uh, of other issues where you're now being moved or released from the company for whatever reason so it, it it's not as cut and dry as you know having everything work the way it should but I I totally uh, sympathize with with the employees that that. You know, I, I get walking out and, and a lot of people will say, well, they should have done more <laughs> and, and until somebody or until they can find another form of guaranteeing uh, their livelihood. Yeah, that that's that's a so hard decision. A quick for aside for me, if I, if I can plug in real quick. Sure. What you, what you guys are describing and I think Dredd also described that. And I, I completely agree with that as far as, you know, putting the onus on the worker who may be living paycheck to paycheck. This is why, and, and I, I have, it was an unpopular opinion when I brought it up and I still stand by it. This is why they need a third party out of, uh, like somebody who does not, who, who who's not for either company to step in and be the regulatory mediator between all this. Maybe you have a Sarah Bond and you have a, a, a Yumi Yang. She she replaced uh, Shannon Studstill at, uh, at Santa Monica. Maybe just like how you see, you see, Phil coming hand in hand with Jim Ryan to say, hey, we denounced this behavior and you guys need to change. Maybe you hire, you put those two together from either company to say, okay, this issue rises to the level of being investigated and have two of them from different companies come together and then make a determination. And based on their determination, you do something 
or you get publicly shamed or we'll take you off our platform. There needs to be another method rather yeah. than making sure it's all on the people who themselves may not have the capabilities to do so. Exactly. I'm sorry, yeah. popular, uh, unpopular opinion, but I still stand by it. There yeah. needs to be a regulatory body that governs this because it takes too long to get this kind of action to take place. Well, I mean, yeah, you, I what, what you're talking about very simply is millionaires versus paycheck to paycheck. The millionaires can, af can afford to sit back and laugh and the paycheck to paycheck people, which is most of us, we have to take it because, well, we got to pay the rent. We got to buy the milk for the baby. We got we got to pay the car payment, right? We got to make sure that you know we have enough money for food shopping to put food on the table. So yeah, that that, that, that fantastic point, absolutely fantastic point. Um, BitCloud, let's get your opinion on this, brother. You've heard what everyone had to say, but I'm interested to know what you have to say. BitCloud, are you there, bro? All right, he might have stepped away for a hot minute, VJ. What's I'm up? interested to get your <laughs> extremely educated opinion on this. Um, now, this is, again, what's going on at Activision Blizzard is egregious on every level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sexual misconduct, potential of even rape has been discussed uh, yeah. in this, you know, quote unquote, Bill Cosby room, which is the most, wow, uh, out of touch thing I think I've ever heard. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he was convicted for sexual assault on how many women? 27, 32, it's a ridiculous mm -hmm. amount of people. Uh, um, and to have that kind of ideology mm -hmm. going on at these companies seems to be unbelievable when you say it out pu publicly. Where do you fall from a businessman's perspective? Because we know that you've been in the business on both ends, but from a from a personal level, does yeah. Bobby need to go? Yeah, I, I don't think it's... It's got anything to do with being a businessman. I think you just got to look at it from a human perspective, a human yep. being's perspective. So, and this is all supposition on my part. I'm not as well read into the situation as uh, as our illustrious panel because I think they all made some uh, wonderful and uh, fantastic points. And I don't think I know people don't want to be public enemy number one, but I think um, given the uh, the gravity of the situation, I think uh, all thought is wel welcome because we're all trying to find. A solution or arrive at the truth so i don't think anything's off the table and no one should be ashamed of making a point that they feel is valid um so just that being said i think you've got to look at it like this right um is there lessons to be learned or are we simply not learning from past occurrences and i would suggest the latter um have ubisoft execs really paid the price for what occurred over at their place of corporate residence or have they simply complied with the minimum requirements in order to suppress and quieten the crowd and and uh, continue business as normal again i suggest the latter um the the seemingly or inevitably uh, out or inevitable i should say outgoing of uh, activision ceo i can't even bring myself to say his name i i would I would hazard a guess and suggest um, yes, and that he's probably, in my mind, and again, this is supposition, he's not the only culprit at uh, uh, executive level. Typically, if you're a divided board, a group, or even a tribe, or even a nation, <clears throat> if there's an outside threat about to impose on your way of life, as you know it, <clears throat> excuse me, boom, sorry, That's and right. and um, and you will know you're about to be you know, well, not about to be implicated or you're perhaps even a mere suggestion away from being tainted or tarnished with the same brush. And dare I say implicated, you, you typically see people place quibbles, agendas and quarrels aside and align themselves and close ranks. And 
that's what may have happened at Activision till now. Someone, you know, given some of the stuff that's gone on and, and some of the the the, the, the messaging and the, and the PR statements that have come out, right? And and someone again, supposition. Someone has has obviously been convinced to speak up, or someone's grown a conscience at executive level, or new evidence has come to light. Otherwise. Otherwise, why has so much time passed since the initial investigation or, or data or the date of the original lawsuit for, for some of this other stuff to come to light? I, I, I'm not sure why. And it's, it's a question. Right. And I think I think you've got to look at it like this. Right. That I think that um, regardless of Activision and Blizzard CEO, yeah, there's there's CEOs in general. Um, have a neurotic belief that perhaps they are special and perhaps untouchable when they reach a specific uh, or attain a specific position, right? Uh, not just within a corporation, but in, in society, and um, and can change the the, the uh, or the dy dynamic or uh, landscape, right, of of, uh, of the financial institutions, right, that exist over in Wall Street. And I and I personally don't think that that this particular game of chess is one that the current CEO of Activision and, and Blizzard uh, and potentially other guilty parties can win. And, and I hope they don't. History has shown that absolute, and I don't know how, how to put it exactly, unchecked power in human hands can have um, devastating effects, uh, uh, devastating effects on, on, on people and even nations. And, and as I say, where there is massive interest in money and desire to rule over others, and I think these are two fundamental um, or, or key items to consider, there will always be levels of corruption. And I don't mean to digress, but I'll just do it anyway. But, I mean, you know, we were talking about Whitechapel, the effects of the British Empire's colonization and subjugation and, and can still be felt 200 years on in parts of the world. And and some and some countries, besides receiving sort of token reparations, have never actually received an apology. So when when you look at the um, I don't know how best to put this terrifying revelations maybe um, you have to ask will justice be served and what does that even look like today it's 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 is it just going to be a big fine that Activision easily pay without batting an eyelid or will individuals be indicted and look I don't have a grasp of uh, or understanding of American state or federal law when it comes to co corporate law right so this again it's a question what that you know that needs answering what what's really sad and sorrowful it's not just about the Activision CEO um, if indeed you know all the allegations are all purportedly true. Even a wise fool can tell you that such vicious deeds are not only occurring at Activision, it's happening and worse in many other establishments all over America, if not the entire world. It's, it's a very human, man-made problem, right, created out of desire uh, for power. And even if we have a fair and just outcome um, uh, in terms of in relation to the victims, uh, as far as they're concerned, will it be and I think Kea Santa may have alluded to this, will it be of such magnitude, boom, that it influences a radical transformation in us as human beings and up and down the country? And I would say it has to be unprecedented. If not now, when do we put, uh, you know, the, the flag in the ground, so to speak? It has to be an unprecedented if occurrences such as these are to cease and then, and then never appear in, in, in public view, right? Um, and in terms of, um, is it Jim and Phil, and perhaps even perhaps even Gabe and Jeff at Amazon, right, have the power, um, as um, Dreadpool was saying, right, to to commercially cripple Activision, and everyone financially associated, um, and this could help expedite proceedings and rinse the truth out of the whole this whole sort of ugly situation as quickly as possible, 
And gamers, I think justice needs to be swift. I don't want to see this dragging on for another five years. And and gamers who are oblivious to this, which, let's be honest, most Call of Duty fans will be all over the world, right, will become aware as to exactly why they can't download Call of Duty anymore. And I don't know if Jim and Phil's statements are just PR to distance themselves from the ugliness or if they have the balls to act, right? And you know I don't normally speak like that, so you know the gravity of the words that I'm using right, kind of implicate how I feel. So... And, and Sony did act with CDPR and Cyberpunk. Thanks, um, uh, BitCloud, <laughs> for bringing that up earlier. <laughs> That's a good point. And, uh, and, and, and I would say, isn't this a far more significant and more serious and perhaps even a more appropriate situation for, for these companies, for the platform holders to act? And I guess, I guess time will tell and we'll find out. And just to sort of finish off, the structure of Sony's and, and Microsoft's publisher agreements, if anyone wants to raise this as a potential issue, gives uh, the platform holders all the power, can't blanch power, to delist the game for almost any reason. So there's no reason to not have the game delisted. So we're really clear on that. And I, I know it was mentioned as why uh, didn't the victims leave? And this might be a stretch and, you know, it hasn't. And But my point I guess my point I'm trying to ask is that hasn't this case against Activision and Blizzard uh, uh, built been, has been built over like over a four or five year period? Am, am I right or wrong? I don't know. Yes, yeah, no, and it's, how, it's been an investigation going on for right. several years. So, yeah. So how do we know that these victims didn't go to HR and didn't and didn't find any support there right, or solace there, and then they went outside of the company? And how do we know that they didn't or weren't asked to remain? Um, behind enemy lines and go above and beyond we, we don't know right well, and I, interject here and, oh we do know that their hr was also shady too they, right no, that, that's been confirmed that they're, they're yeah 100 percent, yeah which caused a death a suicide because yeah. of and, that hr person yeah and, and and that even speaks to even more to the victims that perhaps and again supposition here that went above and beyond remain behind enemy lines right so this could all come out and uh, so it doesn't affect people going forward and again it goes back to swift and uh, swift justice right and and uh, just to finish off uh, look i i would hope that at the very least that the victims um will find some justice um but more so peace and solace Harmony, I feel, in, in one's life is very underrated, underrated, and we prioritize too much other rubbish um, in, pursu in pursuit of contentment, not just for ourselves, but our friends and family around us. So anyway, I'm going to stop there, Boom, because I think I might be putting everyone to sleep. No, no, no. Well, l l first of all, let me get Kaysante out of here. He literally has to go in 60 seconds. Uh, Kaysante, brother, before you get on out of here, uh, and he might be actually on a call, um, I want to just say, listen, the Gaming Circle podcast uh, goes live at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. BitCloud Gaming is going to be a part of that show tomorrow morning. Uh, if you're not subscribed to Kaysante on YouTube, uh, folks, you're doing it wrong. Kaysante, sell your brand, brother, and let's get you out of here. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. I, ha I have to unfortunately bounce because of a meeting, but so such important conversations. You know, Great panel members, always insightful business, folks with business backgrounds, folks that understand the industry so well. I learn something every time I sit in that. Either I'm in the chat or I'm I'm, in, I'm, a, I'm a member of, of the panel. I am honored and I'm, I'm grateful to be a part. Thank you guys so much. Gaming Circle, Saturday, 10 a.m. Mr. BitCloud, who will hopefully be able to join us. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys yes, very much. absolutely. Well, listen, folks, BitCloud, did you get back here, brother? 
All right, so he's he's probably stepped away. Uh, what we're going to do, folks, is I'm going to catch up on some of the Super Chats, and we will get everyone out of here to start your Friday. It is uh, 2 minutes to 12. This has been a great uh, great show, great conversation. Everyone that was here really brought their A, their a game. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please consider hitting the uh the like button before you get on out of here, of course, subscribe to the channel. If you're not, if you're not already subscribed, uh, we had a couple of super chats come in. Raiden blade drops an additional $5 super chat and says, uh, in some parts of the world before, uh, you, if you committed a crime, whatever you used were removed, you stole, uh, you lost an arm, you assaulted, they removed the fending part. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I, I, I mean, I agree to some extent that, you know, you rape someone, you should have your thing cut off for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. And that may be barbaric for some people, but, you know, listen, uh, don't do that. Don't rape people. Um, but I, I, I definitely see the point. Uh, we have Lonely Boy uh, drops an owl. Very generous. $10 super chances. Activision CEO and board reminds me of the Outer Worlds evil board faction sh- shaking my head. Masterful storytelling in that game. But it's an uh, it's an antidote to uh, our sad society. Indeed. Un- unfortunately, you are. I know we laughed, but that's... Um, that unfortunately is the case. But listen, folks, thank you so much for supporting Double Barrel Gaming. Thank you for supporting Breakfast with Boom. Last week we took a uh, took a day off because I had to uh, go to a, two appointments with Mrs. Boom. She's good. She's good. A clean bill of health. Uh, but I uh, wanted to make sure that she was good to go. And uh, we're back. And hopefully you did, in fact, enjoy today's uh, very, very gripping conversation on both uh, the, the most important conversation today was, of course, the ethical conversation of the uh, ongoing uh, shenanigans um, at Activision and Blizzard. And, of course, we started out with, you know, some of the uh, the lightweight stuff uh, and uh, on how, you know, uh, the, the change needs to come in the form of something. Uh, you can't have a predetermined list and then tell uh, the gaming community that, uh, said game was allowed in because it released at this point. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I, I think that now that that information is out there, uh, Jeff's uh, reluctance to answer this question, I, I don't think he can he can hold that he can hold out anymore. Eventually, he's going to have to respond to this because that that that's a that's a big big uh, mess up in my opinion. You can't have uh, a fair uh, you know awards program if you're telling your you know. Uh, mystery board that you have to have your picks in by this. And when a pick comes in after, even though it's eligible, it's not picked. Uh, that is uh, a, a really poor message. And uh, he's going to, he's going to be held uh, to, to, to be accountable for it. And I think, again, it says it really does uh, send a disheartened message to the fine folks at playground games that yes, they're not physically uh, or mentally going to be hurt by this because obviously it's just the game awards. It's not the end all be all, but it would be damn good to be able to say that at this year's game awards, our uh, highest reviewed game of the year, best review. Uh, I mean, best launch of Xbox uh, as a platform in 20 years doesn't get the nod. It's, it's, it's actually gross, uh, but let's welcome, uh, let, let's say uh, goodbye to uh, fuzzy Belvedere brother fuzzy. Thank you so much for being here. Tell everyone where they can check you out on other social media platforms. What other programs you're on? And of course, Please, by all means, sell your brand for your YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Boom, for having me on with this awesome panel with Kay Asante, uh, VJ, Dreadpool, and Big Cloud, and you as well, Boom. You guys are awesome. Chat was awesome today. Um, 
for anybody interested in my Forza ramblings or anything else gaming related, you can find me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere uh, on Mondays with a uh, Mav uh, fun speculation. Uh, we do the uh, tidbits, which are game releases of the week. And then on Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern, I'm on FSP with Mav, as well as uh, uh, Gaming Key or Just Key. Uh, we go over basically all the platforms as far as what we've been playing and you know news relating to those platforms. And then later that night around 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can find me on the Shop Podcast with PTK Blam, uh, Pong Soul, and Centurion1307, uh, just talking shop basically catching up on what we've been playing on xbox and things along those lines so thank you so much for having me thanks uh for everyone uh that joined us it was awesome today yeah thank you so much brother appreciate that dreadpool by all means brother tell everyone where they can reach out to you on social media what other shows you're on weekly and of course talk about breaking bread with dread on your youtube channel all right well uh thank you uh, as always thank you to the chat for being here um I really didn't even have to moderate anybody, which is great. You know, yeah, everybody the chat had is great, just epic. great discussions. You know, nobody agreed with each other, but nobody fought with each other. You know what I mean? They all yeah. had great discussions with back and forth. So I applaud you all for that. Um, so um, this is the time of year. Uh, so I'm going to get this first. I usually say it at the end, but I'm going to say it first uh, or second now, right? If you need to get a hold of somebody just to, to vent or, or something, you know, reach out. You know, I'm sure the rest of the panel members here uh, will, will also say the same thing. Reach out to us. Just DM us. Get it off your chest. You know, I, for my, myself, I may not know what to say, but at least, you know, you'll have somebody that will listen to you. It, at least, you know, there's something there. So people do care. Reach out. Don't don't do anything stupid. Um, but on uh, moving on, I am at linktree.com slash dreadpool, all letters. Um, just find me there. It's got all the links to everything that you need to find me for uh, between Anchor, uh, iTunes, Spotify for Breaking Bread with Dread, um, uh, 8 p.m. at uh, uh, Wednesday nights on uh, uh, Gaming Beyond the Box with, with the rest of the crew, and also on game beyond the box december 4th husk and i are doing a creator feature with game pass dad so check that out that's at i'm sorry that's at 8 30 p.m december 4th so check that out um what else i don't know what else but <laughs> so but no you know you all have a great weekend it's 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 been fun you know and if you gotta blow a whistle whistle blow you know if, the, if that doesn't work find another means you know what i mean we gotta we gotta take care of each other. We we are, you know, we yep. are what we need. We need one hundred percent. Oh, people. you know what? I actually did. Andrew Cullion had dropped a super chat. Let me just uh, let me grab that real quick. Sorry about that, Andrew. He actually dropped a five dollars super chat, and he says, "No offense to the people, but I think that ten percent is too much choice for the gamers to vote." You have to talk. Uh, have you talked to the, these people on Twitter? Yeah, you know what, dude? Here's the thing. I, I see what you're saying, and you do make some good points, but that community, whether it be Xbox, PlayStation, or uh, uh, Nintendo knuckleheads, they're less than uh, 10%. Uh, they're probably 5%. They're just the most vocal. Most gamers, and I give gamers a lot of credit, most gamers 
are educated in their, uh, you know, with the way that we talk about games. So, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I still think that if you gave gamers, us, the ability of more than 10%, even less 50%, I think it would be better suited for uh, the integrity of the Game Awards, which now that we know, based on the information about how this panel was picked, I mean this panel, but this, this, these games were picked before fours are released, then then there's no integrity. Then then there's a flaw. There's a, there's an obvious flaw there. And good on Windows Central for bringing that to light because now what that does is uh, make people wonder whether or not they should support the Game Awards. Should, should we boycott the uh, the awards? Should we tell Jeff we're not watching because this is gross? I I don't know if we go there. I don't know if people want to do that. Um, I like the Game Awards. I like them for seeing my favorite developers win the accolades they deserve uh that's not going to happen with this game uh they're going to they may, may win some other awards but they're not going to get the nod for game of the year not saying that they were going to win but the fact that they would have been nominated for a well-deserved achievement uh and now that we know that's not going to happen because this mysterious illuminati level board uh picked their six uh games before this game launched seems not only unfair but unethical uh, but again, this is something that we're going to keep going on. I'm not going to talk about it on this program any further because, quite frankly, it's boring. Uh, you want to hear uh, good opinions uh, and, and and good subjects. This this has been talked to death. We are going to – I am going to continue to talk about it on social media. You like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I hear you. VJ, by all means, tell everyone what other shows you're on, and more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media? Um I was just reading the comments, boom, and uh, everybody's idol, Goro, says uh, I'm the ever-cunning linguist, and uh, I think I'll take that as a very nice compliment. I don't know if it was intended in another way, but I'll take it as a compliment. And um, I think I think today's um, amazing topics and uh, Dreadpool's sort of closing sentiment uh, reminded me that uh, human beings are uh, fragmented, we're contradictory, and uh, we're quite easily torn apart by thoughts and various desires, and we all need someone to speak with. So thanks for that. And um, anyway, having said that, Boom, I hope my points were balanced, productive, and and welcome. And um, I just want to make sure everyone has a great weekend. Yeah, yeah you too as well. Uh, Big Cloud, brother, I know that you might be busy, hung up, but uh, check out Big Cloud Gaming on YouTube for sure. Uh, he's working with IGN. He's done some really amazing things. And, of course, uh, we'll return next week as always. But, everyone, I want to wish you a, an amazing weekend. I want to thank everybody for the incredible uh, Super Chats that continue to come in. And, of course, I want to thank you so much for supporting Double Barrel Gaming with your views and likes and subs to the channel. We are 9,100-plus subs uh, and we are close, uh, nine less than 900 away from 10K. It's going to be a big deal for this channel. Uh, and I hope that you are enjoying the content enough to support us in that push to 10K. Uh, but I'll close out the show with something that is important to me. Hopefully one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. I think now more than ever, specifically about some of the topics that we talked about, is ultra important. He used to say, son, treat others. How you want to be treated also doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.